Greetings and salutations, listeners. Welcome to another fantastic episode of Are You Wearing a Helmet? Joining me today in the Dungeon of Terror. Oh my God. Are we really doing this? <laughs> <laughs> this is our inaugural Treehouse of Horrors. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm sorry if I'm just trying to, to set the mood here. Yeah, with, with, it's setting our, the mood. I don't know if it's the right Rick one. said, our, are you wearing a Halloween special? Uh, Basement of Doom Part 1. Joining me today is... Kenral playing Waylon Stark. Uh, Chris Card playing Sean McGinnis. Eric Wisniewski playing Cam Press. And as our special guest, joining us is... Keith Allen. I'm going to be playing Theo Stevens. Yay! Yay! All right! Uh-huh. And then Rick. Rick Dubridge. Alan Henneman. Yeah. As you might notice, uh, we have a guest, Keith, and we're also running something a little different for you today. Instead of our usual Pathfinder tomfoolery, we're switching over to something a little bit more in keeping with the season. I'll be running Dark Matter. It is a set setting for the Alternity game system, which TSR put out in the late 90s and then killed. Yay! It's, it, oh. it is a contemporary setting, very much like a X-Files type thing. Um, so that's what we got. Yay! Yay. <laughs> okay, what are you doing? We're part of the Hoffman Institute or something, right? Well, you guys are all, as Chris so wonderfully, yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, you guys find yourself in the Chicago branch of the Hoffman Institute, a private organization dedicated to the study and defense against paranormal activity. Uh, it is late April in Chicago. Uh, winter seems to be clinging a bit still. It's cold. It's damp. There's random snow flurries occurring outside. You find yourselves in a, all gathered in a comfortable office waiting to be introduced to Associate Director David Michaels. So as you sit around staring at your compatriots, some of you know each other, some of you don't. If you could please introduce yourselves and your characters and how they look, it would be appreciated. Mm, okay. Uh, Will and Stark. Um, the epitome of average. Uh, average age. Average height. Average weight, fairly uh, kind of guy who would just really go unnoticed anywhere. How mundane. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sean McGinnis is uh, fairly skinny redhead. Uh, he has lemmy mutton chop. Uh, think of uh, like Seamus maybe from WWE, some of that redhead. Uh, likes to wear a peacoat, bowler hat. He's got some pants on just in case. You know, just in case, huh? Yeah, might need pants from time to time. The what? best pants are no pants. <laughs> no pants dance! Woo! Um, yeah, and uh, Cam Price is always uh, dressed in a nice, uh, crisp suit. One that's uh, cut uh, preferably for getting out of uh, sticky situations quickly. Um, in a press suit? <laughs> yeah. Got velcro T- straps. T- <laughs> tactical cut. Oh, tactical there you go. Cut. Yeah. <laughs> the stripper cut. You just tear it off the front. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Uh, Theo Stevens, uh, the epitome of average, pretty much like your character Ken. Only he is he's dressed in an off the rack business suit. Uh, seems a little down on his luck mm. nine times out of ten. 
Are you are you the epitome of something too? Uh, uh, I'm the epitome of ignorance. I know less about this dark matter or whatever we're playing than I do about what we normally play. So uh, yeah, I'm just gonna read from my sheet and be good today. All right. <laughs> well, like like everything else, you just say what you want to do, and we'll figure out how to do it. Excellent. Yeah. My name is Alan Henneman. I am a human. My, <laughs> my gender is M. <laughs> my, my profession is tech op. Yay! All right. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you really set the mood. Oh, for so us, as Kill. far as my appearance, I look like Doctor Who, the David Tennant Doctor Who. Good, because if you were the uh, Matt Smith Doctor Who, I would punch you right in the mouth. <laughs> I'm not there yet. I'm still in the David Tennant. Uh, <laughs> Have seasons. to reach up. Yeah. For it. Don't go any further. Okay, that's what I've heard. Just skip the man. I think uh, I've got what? one more what? season. I'm on the fourth season. I like Smith. Yeah, that's really. Karen Gillian. Ugh, good night. Just not my. He's the bottom. Yeah. Bottom of the Who. So, as uh, Rick ham-handedly psyched into there, with the uh, Dark Matter system, uh, it's pretty easy. What we're doing is, if you roll a d20 on your character sheet, you have uh, your skills. What you're trying to do is roll equal to or under the number on your skill. So if you have a 14, what you're trying to do is roll equal to or under 14. Uh, there's always a d20, and then there's different dice that modify it. A bonus is where you subtract from it, and a penalty is where you add to it. Now... Built into it is also a great graded uh, success system, where, if, say, going back to the 14, if you roll, if you have it, you have a 7. If you roll a 7 or below, it's good, which is a step up from just a basic success. Have it again, roll down, uh, round down is a 3. If you roll a 3 or lower, it is a critical success. And that is the bare bones of the system, and all we really pretty much need to get going. I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. Yeah, that's what <laughs> Where's the coffee cup you're going to throw on my forehead now? <laughs> Just remember, it's the only system Eric and I do well in because of our inability to roll above a 10. Yeah, you should, do, roll high. You should oh. do good. You, the lower Until the roll, the, the better. system demands it. Yes! Yeah. Excellent. Everything's coming up to Dewbridge. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, up. As you guys all sit and stare at the... Team average. Blink. The, yeah, <laughs> the receptionist motions you in and says, uh, Mr. Michaels, we'll see you now. Yay! You're led into a rather sparse office. Uh, there's a thin man in a prototypical black suit with a skinny black tie sitting behind a desk drinking coffee and flicking around on his uh, iPhone. He looks up. Uh, you see that there are five chairs arranged around the desk and he has a monitor behind him. He goes, gentlemen, thanks for coming. We have a rather interesting case for you guys today. We've got some briefing packets here, and he hands out. Ooh, give me. Yeah. Oh, I guess I can pass it down, huh? Mine! Oh, <laughs> it'd be so much better if this was called The Meadows. Ooh. Well, is there actually one for everybody? Yeah. Well, I got what a, a guy. clip. No expense wow. spared for already wearing a helmet. I can't wait for spending this paper clip. Oh, these, these awesome visuals toy. are so great for the podcast. Oh, yeah. Ooh. No, you make the ones that you, you hey, find for me. That's plenty of information. Let's bring up. Hmm. All right, gentlemen, if you uh, appear to the top picture there, you will see it is a house called the Willows. Uh, you might have heard of it before. It's considered one of the most haunted houses in the continental United States. Now, a couple days ago, we had something interesting happen, and we'll get to it. I'm going to give you a rundown of the Willows and its history. Uh-huh. 
you could turn to the creator of this wonderful house, Alistair Hagen, please. So they'd be like the next page where it says Alistair P. Hagen. You're a bright one. Ha <laughs> <laughs> I learned things. <laughs> Go put a gold star on your board. Ooh. Okay, we're, we're there. You earn enough of those, you get an ice cream. All right. So, Alistair P. Hagen. He flips on the monitor. Flick. As an eye flick on the monitor. <laughs> oh. Ah. He's a devilishly handsome fellow. Not too job. bad, considering he was 54 when that picture was taken. Really? 54 he looks super years young. old. He's the epitome of young-looking old men. Yeah, it's a rather dashing fellow in period dress for the listeners at home. Alistair Hagen was born February 2nd, 1842 in Boston, Massachusetts to Rebecca Hagen. Father was unknown. It's a yeah. uh, rumor. From what we can figure out, his mother had a rather poor reputation. It was actually called the Red Devil Woman. Mm-hmm. As to what happened to her after his birth, we don't know. She just kind of fades out of uh, public record after about 10 years after he's born. Mr. Hagen enlisted in the United States Army due to the rising tensions between the North and South on June 23, 1860. <coughs> Excuse me. Coffee. Served with distinction in the 28th Massachusetts Infantry Regiment, also known as the part of the Irish Brigade. Rose to the rank of Ordnance Sergeant. He was wounded in Fredericksburg on December 13, 1862. He was sent back to Boston for convalescence. It's believed he has met and befriended Reverend Michael Thomas of the Chapel of Contemplation, an organization that had a rather shady history. On March 23rd, he returns to active duty and is listed at fighting at Chancellorville, Gettysburg, and Cold Harbor. Man went through meat grinders. He returns to Boston after an honorable discharge, June 14th, 1865, and becomes an active member of the Chapel of Contemplation. He begins investing in textile mills and canneries in Kingsport, Massachusetts, having been given a large loan by fellow congregation member Walter Corbett, also an individual that had a rather vile reputation. He is listed as a beneficiary in Walter Corbett's will August 3, 1866. He is later awarded patents on several labor-saving devices and improvements to roller printing machines of his own design. Boston Reader lists him as a millionaire in November 14th issue in 1871. He leaves Boston on a tour of Europe, March 23rd, 1874. We've lost track of his comings and goings. There appears to be no record of any ship passages that he took at that point in time, which is rather odd. Uh, he's listed as returning to the States April 20th, 1875. He purchases 423 acres of land from one Israel Hawthorne, located south of Hobbs End, a small town perhaps 15, 16 miles southwest of Kingsport. On June 29th, 1875, he begins building a house that he designed himself. He calls the Willows in reference to the four ancient willow trees that surround the estate. The house is completed in September of 1876. On February 2nd, 1879, he sells controlling interest in Hagen Mills and Colonial Fishing for $1.2 million in the period to New World Incorporated, along with all pertinent patents. Sometime in March of 1879, he imports 12 standing stones from somewhere in Europe. 
and he has them erected at various points around the house. It causes a bit of a minor local sensation. Let me pull a picture up of one of these standing stones. It's an ancient rune stone. Its design and make is something that we're not 100% about, but it's something he put a great stress and importance on. This is a picture of one of them on the estate. Why do they always have to be so phallic? Well... If you can think of a better way of doing Rolling Stones, I'd like to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a fair point. (laughs) Between June 3rd, 1879 and May 21st of 1882, he becomes entangled in a series of lawsuits over property lines with Patience Woolworth, a neighbor who also has a reputation for litigiousness. Woolworth claims in court that he sees strange lights and fires coming from Hagen's land and often hears chanting and what sounds like cannons being fired as well. Courts dismiss this as the ramblings of a crackpot, and Hagen, uh, they find in Hagen's favor. He is listed as becoming engaged to Miss Eloise Mingott, born in 1864, died in 1891, we'll get to that, of New York, New York. June 1st, 1885. The couple is married at the Chapel of Contemplation on October 30th, 1885. Their first and only child, Edith Medea Hagen, is born September 4th, 1886. There exists exactly one picture of the lovely woman and her child. Let me pull that up for you. This was taken in 1890. Well, she's okay if the kid's a little weird looking. Have they checked under the hat? <laughs> That's quite the top hat. Maybe there's a maybe there's a tumor. Now this is where it gets interesting when Mr. Hagen earns the nickname Hellborn Hagen. Local constable area is called to the Willows by the neighbor Patience Woolworth after he hears screams coming from the estate. <laughs> Dude's name is Patience. I thought it was a chick. How do you do? <laughs> Police arrive and find Mrs. Eloise Hagen tied to one of the standing stones, her heart having been removed from her chest. Police investigate the house and find Alistair Hagen robed in black and babbling in some incoherent language. During the attempt to apprehend Hagen, he managed to fatally stab Deputy Hollis Willett. Hagen is overpowered and arrested. Despite multiple searches of the property in the surrounding woods, Edith Hagen is never found. That would be the daughter. The ugly one. Uh, April 30th, 1891. While awaiting trial, Hagen manages to escape. During the escape, he is shot and wounded. Police find him attempting to return to his house. It's said that as he lay dying, he begs the police to take him to his property to die. His offer is refused, and he dies within the sight of the Willows on August 22nd, 1891. Hmm. It's from this event that the house gets its rather unsavory reputation. If you gentlemen would go to the next set of notes while I bring them up. So the uh, process of removing the heart was not a part of the unsavory reputation? I'm I'm not following. This is... (laughs) There's more? After his death, yes. We're going to go further into the history of the house as it does again, have its own reputation. Now, do you gentlemen have any questions so far? Yeah, how did he join a unit in 1860 that wasn't formed until 1861? He was transferred to it in 1861. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) 
<laughs> History. You know, Dubridge, the guy that goes through watching a movie looking for, you know, fact-checking errors. Just to ruin it. <laughs> Do you take notes when you go to a theater? <laughs> <laughs> wrong! Wrong! Well, you can be part of an army and then be transferred to the unit after it's forming, jerk off. <laughs> I love you too, Bobik. Yeah, don't you know anything? I miss these little talks. <laughs> so you go to the post-Hagen history of the house. January 20th, 1923, Timothy and Jessica Vaughn of Flat Plains, Texas, they'd come into some oil money, purchased the willows from the state for the price of $13,450. <coughs> Pardon me. On August 22nd, 1923, the bodies of Timothy and Jessica Vaughn are found after Timothy fails to show for work for over a period of a week. Also found are the remains of their Polish gardener, Piotr Walczewski. The bodies of both Timothy Vaughn and Peter Walczewski were hacked bits and appear to have been fed to Jessica's prized Great Danes. Jessica's death had been ruled a suicide as it appeared she had climbed to the top of the roof and flung herself from it. Oh. March 7th, 1930, the house is purchased by Matthew and Ann Dykeman for the price of $11,000. The couple began massive restorations and updates during the tenure of the Dykeman's ownership. October 16th, 1931, the estate's caretaker, one Mr. Robert August, discovers both Matthew and Ann Dykeman dead. Ann's cadaver is found to be hanging in the branches of one of the large willows the house derives its name from. The cause of death is ruled suicide, although the autopsy, autopsy report is never issued. We've attempted to find it and appears to banish from the records. Matthew Dykeman is also found in the house's pool, his left eye gouged out, his throat torn open. The Dykeman's daughter, Alexandria, is never found. April 22nd to the 30th, 1962, an investigative team is assembled by Dr. Emmerich Matheson, Ph.D. of Psychology at Kingsport University, to study the willows. Let me bring up a picture of him, too, so you can see him. That is Dr. Emmerich Matheson. <laughs> Nerd! <laughs> Pardon me while wow. I smoke my pipe. That would be the epitome of nerd. The team consists of Dr. Alan Griswold, Ph.D. of Anthropology. This is Dr. Griswold. Whoa! Hmm. Getting better. Bad hair, dude. Dude's forehead is a mile long. If he runs real fast, he starts getting air. <laughs> also joining them is Mr. Hans Jones, electrical student at Kingsport University. This is Mr. Jones. Uh, no, it isn't. I know who that is. <laughs> Jones. Jones. Sharp-looking lad. Let's just call him Han. <laughs> <laughs> and also, supposed psychic, Mrs. Miss Florence Jackson, also a student at Kingsport. This is Miss Jackson. I call her Miss Jackson because I'm nasty. Girl's like 12. <laughs> <laughs> she does look uh, very Wednesday-ish. 22 in the picture was taken. Just to keep everything above board. Right, right. Yeah. At twenty three thirty, at twenty thirty two hours, Mr. Jones enters the Hobbs End Police Station, claiming that Doctor Griswold had been killed and Miss Jackson was suffering from a psychological episode. 
Mr. Jones informed the police that Dr. Matheson had remained behind at the Willows. When police arrived, they discovered the cadaver of Dr. Griswold. Autopsy reports list cause of death as an animal attack. Dr. Matheson is never found and is listed as, as deceased after a six-month investigation. Mr. Jones is later cleared of all wrongdoing. Mr. Jones later moves to Montana, where he changes his name to avoid the sensation that followed the case, where he lives on as a carpenter till he dies of a heart attack on July 12, 1999. Florence Jackson is institutionalized until her death by suicide, February 2, 1965. She claimed that the ghost of Hagen had come for to claim her. Uh, we've also managed to uncover one of the only things that was found at the house after that investigation. It's a reel-to-reel tape that Dr. Matheson had compiled. We have it here, and he pulls out you know, his computer and sets up a MP3 file. We're going to play it for you. Uh, I would suggest that you listen to it and study it because it's rather interesting. Sunday, April 22nd, 1962, 1.40 p.m. First entry. Emmerich Matheson, Doctor of Psychology, Kingsport University. It is with great excitement I begin the audio journal of my investigation of the infamous Willis House. It is the achievement of a lifetime, as I have desired to explore this mansion for as long as I can remember, fueled by my father's stories of hellbound Hagen. Joining me in this endeavor is Dr. Alan Griswold, PhD of Archaeology, Hans Jones, student of electronics at Kingsport, and Miss Florence Jackson, a supposed sensitive I believe I have assembled a worthy team and look forward to unraveling the mysteries that surround this grim estate. Monday, April 23rd, 1962, 8.23 p.m., second entry. We have had little in the way of activity today, although that is to be expected. Dr. Griswold, however, has made an intriguing discovery. The Willows, as most know, are famed for the circle of standing stones that surround it. It's claimed that Alistair Hagen had them shipped from somewhere in Europe after his lengthy time spent in the continent but no one has ever pinpointed their exact origins. After examining them up close, Dr. Griswold believes he might have an idea. Though much smaller in size, he says they very closely resemble a black pillar that can be found in the wilds of Hungary. Though Dr. Griswold himself hasn't seen the pillar, he's seen drawings of it, and he claims the likeness is uncanny. Stone has an evil reputation among the Hungarian peasants, who still whispers of the repulsive rites done in his shadows. Young Master Jones hasn't been idle either, having spent the day searching the house for radiation or electrical issues that would offer a rational explanation for the phenomena associated with it. So far he hasn't found anything, save for a curious spike in his readings this morning around 3 a.m. In fact, I'm starting to wonder if the reputation that surrounds this house has more to do with the man who built it than the place himself. Our stay has been comfortable, despite the house's age and years of abandonment, it still maintains a certain gravitas. Only Miss Jackson has displayed any sort of discomfort over the course of the day. She has confided to me that she feels like we've stumbled into the den of a sleeping lion and that at some point it will wake up. I confess a degree of amusement at her imagery and the seriousness in her young face as she told me. Despite her claims of telepathy, she has struck me as a grounded individual, unlike some other applicants I interviewed. And I will admit her results in the test do point to her possessing certain abilities that I can't dismiss outright. Still, I wonder how much of her anxiety is brought upon by the environment as opposed to her so-called gifts. Tuesday, April 24th, 9.30 p.m., third entry. Only one thing of note to report. Sometime during the night, some of the photographic equipment we brought with us was destroyed. All parties were accounted for, 
and no one claims to have heard anything throughout the night. Hans has agreed to stay up and keep guard on the equipment as a precaution going forward. Thursday, April 26th, 11.23 a.m., fourth entry. It seems as though the Willows is finally waking up. Throughout all of last night, we were able to observe phenomena ranging from knocks, footsteps, and voices coming from nowhere. Miss Jackson attempted to make contact with whatever their sources were, but was unsuccessful. It did, however, seem to provoke something as events seemed to increase in frequency afterwards. We attempted to capture this all in film, but the camera was torn from Hans's hand and flung across the room, where it exploded into bits. The boy is a bit shaken up about this, but I believe he's of sturdy enough stuff that he'll shake it off. Hans did manage to run another check while these events were unfolding, and he noticed a highly dense field of electromagnetic activity radiating from the basement. Once day had broken, we launched an investigation into the basement, but whatever the readings Hans took had leveled back to normalcy. Miss Jackson joined us only briefly before excusing herself, claiming the room made her ill. This is of interest as she has been able to inspect it without issue earlier in the week. Perhaps the people we call psychics are merely hypersensitive to various forms of radiation and electronic activity. It's an interesting theory. I'd like to further test it when we return to the college. Dr. Griswold, I'm afraid, got the worst of it. While examining a strange wall carving in the basement, he let out a sudden scream of pain. We checked his back and found three deep cuts gashed into his skin. Since the incident, he is taking to wearing a weird little amulet. For whatever reason, he refuses to explain what it is, only that it was a gift from his mentor, Professor Francis Morgan. I'm reluctant to press the issue, as Alan seems to be quite shaken from this incident. Saturday, April 28th, 5th entry, 11.49 p.m. I believe I will listen to this and laugh at myself for my earlier arrogant statements. Sleep has not been coming easy, if at all. The Willows now seem to take a sadistic delight in robbing us of rest. I, I haven't shared this with the others, but I've had my own incident. Last night, while nodding off, I was brought to full awareness by the sharp slap across my face. It was accompanied by the sound of a girl's laugh. I know the others are having their own issues, so I've decided to keep this to myself. We've scarcely seen Alan since his encounter in the basement. He's spent his time in his room, poring over a book he retrieved in the Kingsport Library. I checked in on him once, and he politely but firmly told me to leave. It appeared that he was in the middle of translating something, but I wasn't able to get a good look at his notebook. Miss Jackson seems to be falling into an increasing state of hysteria. We were all summoned to her room in the early hours of the morning by her frantic screams. Whatever it was she saw, she refuses to say, but she hasn't left Han's side since then. After she left her chambers, I examined the room and found a strange, slime-like substance covering her bedding. It's clear and very viscous, giving off a rotting meat odor. I've collected a couple samples to send to the lab when we return, which I believe is going to be far sooner than we expected. As much as I hate to admit it, I believe the Willows has bested us. Monday, April 30th, sixth and final entry, 7.49 p.m. We should have left sooner. I shouldn't even be taking the time to record this, yet I feel myself compelled to, if for nothing else than as a warning to the others to avoid my folly. Hans is left with Florence. The house was too much for her. I should have seen that, rather than trying to rationalize everything. God forgive me for what I put that poor girl through. And Alan? Alan's dead. We heard Miss Jackson screaming again roughly 3 a.m. this morning. 
Hans was sleeping just outside her door room. She seemed to take a degree of comfort from that. Ellen and I found him trying to shoulder the door down. Inside, we heard her screams, which turned, turned to laughter. The door opened, and Florence, Miss Jackson, was standing in the middle of her room, gnawing her wrists. She looked up at us and began to speak to us in a voice I couldn't believe came from a human's mouth. I could catch bits of it, Latin, mixed with something else. She lunged at Alan, ripped the medallion from his neck, and hurled it out the open window before anyone could act. She then began to bite him. Hans and I were barely able to get her off Alan. We managed to get her tied to a chair. How we did so, I haven't a clue, as I've never felt such strength in all my days. I rushed to my room to retrieve medical supplies. I returned to bandage up Alan and administered 300 cc's of Thoracine to Miss Jackson. Alan refused to wait for me to accompany him back to his room. He claimed to have the answers in his notes and that he believed he knew how to end this madness. As Hans and I waited for Florence to calm down, we heard this terrible roar coming from down the hall, down where Alan's room was. I rushed to it, but I wish I hadn't. I found Alan, or rather, what was left of him. He had been torn to bits. That slime I had found in Florence's room was everywhere, along with that smell, that damn smell. I confess, that's all I remember, as I blacked out soon after. Hans found me and drug me out of the room. After I regained consciousness, we agreed he would take Florence out of the house and go alert the police in town. I resolved to stay despite his protests to the contrary. Alan said he knew how to resolve this and that his answers lay in the notes. I'm the one who provoked these forces, and I feel it's my responsibility to put them to rest. After they left, I forced myself back into the slaughterhouse that's been Alan's room. I gathered the notes and the strange book he had with him. They sit before me on this table. I hope to... So there you go, gentlemen. <clears throat> it's a little bit of the history now. Let's bring you up to modern days. Four days ago, April 19th, 2016, Jacob Reynolds and his girlfriend, Raina Jeske, breaked into the broke, sorry, into the Willows. The body of Jacob Reynolds is found by the Willows caretaker, one Charles August, on the morning of April 20th in the downstairs library. Autopsy reveals that his upper cranium was missing, along with the heart, liver, and parts of the stomach and brain. The body is covered in severe lacerations and several wounds consistent with self-defense. Expertion in the report is mention of a handprint found on his body, measuring 17.4 inches across, containing two separate thumb markings. There was also found a strange viscous liquid covering his body. Marina Jeske's whereabouts remain unknown. That is where you gentlemen come in. It's our belief that whatever was in this house has been woken back up by these two morons breaking in to steal copper. We have a chance to come in and investigate it and find out what's going on. Hopefully find what happened to Miss Jasky.
we've been given clearance to do so. I've have, shall we say, stretched truth IDs prepared for all of you, along with burner identities. We have equipment packages set up for you. And when, plane tickets to Massachusetts. I hear it's lovely this time of year. When they found that recording, uh, did they find any of those, <clears throat> the notes that uh, were referred to? Any they appear paperwork? to be missing. Sweet. And the book. That as well. Now, so it was never returned to the library? No. <laughs> Records show oh, that uh, Dr. Griswold had checked out from the private collection one Unaspreken sind Kalten by von Nunst. Cool. Um, do we know anything about Alan Griswold's uh, mentor, Francis Morgan? The recordings mentioned that Griswold had a medallion of some kind on his person that he believed helped. Uh, his mentor was a doctor of anthropology from passed away in 1960, 1960, I believe. Bounced from colleges to colleges up in Massachusetts. Made some pretty spectacular claims about the paranormal and supernatural, which made him, uh, shall we say, unpopular in certain academic sectors. As far as the medallion, I have no idea. Okay. Now, um, what age is uh, Miss Jeske? She is 23. Aha. Uh-huh. And the uh, young daughter of our uh, aforementioned Mr. Hagen? Uh, Significantly his, younger than that. She was, I believe... Well, do the math. Uh-huh. All right. But the house has a history of younger ladies going missing in it, from the sounds of it, so... That's... What we get. Very right? sterling observation, yes. I was a trained investigator. Good. <laughs> See, I'm not the only jerk at the table. <laughs> <laughs> well, time's a waste. Hmm. Give me my stuff. All right, gentlemen. Plane leaves in two hours. There's a cab waiting for you. Go downstairs. You'll get your packets, and you're ready to go. Can we expect any support from the local authorities, or are I... they just going to leave us alone? You're going to be left alone. Um, Excellent. What, what is our equipment? I mean, are we going to have, like, recording devices? Like... Correct. We have a whole suite of recording. We have six thermal cameras. We have a FLIR system, which is a okay. uh, heat-detecting camera. Your tech junkie, Mr. Henneman here, has been given everything that you're going to need. You'll be okay. issued your standard uh, multi-spectrum cameras. Your security detail, Mr. Whalen Stark, will be given specialized bullets. Please be careful with them as they are highly expensive. You're only going to be given one clip. They're out of a fabricated metal that exists in multiple dimensions at once. So in case you do run across anything spectral, you'll be able to have a fighting chance. Excellent. Hmm. Wonderful. Now, uh, I take it that this uh, chapel of contemplation no longer exists. It was raided in Boston in 1912. All police records as to the wares and whys have strangely come up missing. The building was leveled, and not, what was left of it after the... It had been gutted out during the raid and the fire. The derelict was bulldozed, and I believe there's now a jiffy loop standing there. <laughs> do we, um, the that chapel, do they have any kind of uh, uh, holy symbol or anything like that? 
Not that I'm aware of. Like I said, most records of it are very sketchy. The place had an evil reputation. Most people that were associated with... It was a spiritualist movement in the late 1800s. Of es- They worshipped strange esoteric beings. They claimed dwelt behind the stars. Okay. Mm. Anything else? Mm. I'm feeling pretty sated. I think we got a, a plane flight that we can uh, yap amongst ourselves with uh, other types of things and so on. But yeah. When you get to the site, there's actually, we provided a, a van for you with all the video equipment, so you're not taking it on the flight. But you'll be given your basic equipment now. Um, you'll be cleared as uh, CDC agents. With Just use your names. Your identities will exist for five days and then magically vanish. Please don't take too much advantage of this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was directed at someone. <laughs> Any other further questions, gentlemen? Let's roll. I don't believe so. Good luck. Hmm. Seems right, well. as if we're going to need it. Did anyone else hear the beast? Well, yeah. Sounds on that. Well, uh, my thought is, recording. uh, we don't really need to stay at the Willows. I don't have any intention of you know sleeping there. I mean, we can investigate. <laughs> Can you put us up at the local then, Super 8? Yeah, and then... Uh, <laughs> oh, no, gentlemen, you'll be staying at site. We want a full 24-hour investigation of it. And you're only giving mm, us one uh, magazine uh, of magic bullets? That's all that exists. Sorry. Mm. If you want to provide extra-dimensional bullets, Touché, feel free. Touche. Man, I wasn't quite ready for the amount of sass. <laughs> David's kind of smurfy today. <laughs> he went from, like, Ben Stein's stunt double to mm. sass. I'll make sure I bring a tent. Yeah. Camper. Hang out. Camper. Yeah, you know, outside the Ring of Stones. I got a nice Airstream. We can pick it up, drive it over there. Or we can just vandalize one of the stones and smash it up. Uh, We don't really know what the stones are doing. I know enough to be dangerous about the occult. So you're let out of the office. So we'll Uh, let it out into the world at at, at large. uh, Don't be contained there anymore. No, you go through the airport. You're you're huddled past... uh, Department of Homeland Security, you know, without even being scanned or everything, you get glared at by the line of people at O'Hare. Pass, pass. Yeah. <laughs> no, your place, peasants. <laughs> so good. Uh, you're given uh, first-class seating. Naturally. Yeah. Flight takes yeah, not too long. You arrive uh, as the sun sets. You have a uh, econo line. <laughs> waiting for being packed with gear. First class, and then you get... No, it's like a big van, you know, one of those big um, moving boat vans. It has... Uh, it can serve as a mobile tech center if you need to. Uh, Mr. Henneman, there are, like I said, six thermal cameras. There's... Or IR cameras, I'm sorry. Then there's a handheld thermal camera, which turns you into a portable predator. Uh, you're given night vision goggles. As well as five different record, handheld recording devices, if you so need them. So everybody, pile into the free candy van and let's move on. Uh, you know, GPS is set for Hobbs End. You know, you bumble through uh, Kingsport, which is a fairly large port town. Um, soon the roads start getting a little bit more choppy. You know, two lanes doesn't look like it's been blacktopped in a while. Uh, you drive through Hobbs End, which is a post office. A general store. And a Jiffy Lube. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that was in Boston. And, uh, yeah. 
It's got to have at least one bar. It does have a bar. A post office and like a feeding sneeze. Is this the the closest town to? Yes. Uh, Do we want to make a pit stop? Yeah, kind of hang here. Maybe uh, get some of the local lore if there are is any. But we have five days total before our burner identities are just gone, gone. It's nighttime. Not going to be doing a whole lot. I don't feel like going in and setting up in the middle of friggin' night. So maybe we could stay here this evening. You didn't say which 20. Well, we how, far, how far from it is Hobbs End? Uh, about eight miles. Yeah, so, I mean, eight miles. We can yeah. do that quick in yeah. the morning. Yep. Let's stay here this evening, maybe get a few drinks with uh, some of the locals. See if get them can... lubed up and see if we can hear anything that wasn't on the reports. Yeah, there's a bar there. It's called uh, Marge's. Marge's? Yes. Large Marge? No. Oh. She's quite petite. Oh. You know, one thing we didn't ask is, there's a big gap from when stuff was happening. We've got a gap from 30, 1931 to 1962 until now with nothing going on. Well, yeah, yeah there was nobody there. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we can ask the locals if there's, there was yeah, anything. Yeah, that's exactly. That's, this I mean, is where we're going to start to get... If you've got a house sitting vacant from the 60s until now, I'm guessing there's not going to be much of that house left. So well, there is a caretaker. There is a caretaker. Uh, okay, so I guess I should pay so, attention yeah. when it'll still be flavor text. It'll still, I mean, it'll <laughs> still be there, but yeah, I'd, 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 it's probably going to be fairly run down, I would assume. If it isn't, that might bring up other questions. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, otherwise this house would have been turned into a meth den a long time ago. Yeah. So. But I feel uh, staying to Hobbs End tonight is... Bless you. The best plan. Mm-hmm. Good Thanks. Yeah, so, you, uh, there is like a local 24-7 hotel. So, the Paradise Lounge. Aren't most hotels 24-7? Ooh, boy. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they kick you out at 2 in the morning. So you uh, are some of them six. open? Like the, you're just going to throw money in a can and then go to the, <laughs> the hobo room? <laughs> you ring the bell. Sit on the porch. They show up. Uh, okay, well, let's stop in Oh, here. I'm sorry. You're also given um, a per diem of, well, I guess it would be a per diem. It's like a slush fund of uh, six grand to cover any expenses. Well, let's stop in here and get ourselves uh, two rooms. <laughs> <laughs> we do have six grand. We can afford it. <laughs> <laughs> Living uh, large. Then see what... Uh, see see because what? Hobbs End is a crossroads. It's supply and demand. Uh, and I'm going to assume that, I mean, especially in, in nowadays, something that's a huge haunted house is, it's an attraction, really. Uh, so I would assume that maybe some of the locals will be a little more oh, yeah. uh, vocal. There's so be... let's get ourselves a couple of rooms and then walk over to the the local drinking establishment. See, well, that, that makes sense. It's going to be legend. There hasn't been atrocity after yeah, atrocity exactly. for the last 50 years, so this mm-hmm. is going to be all... Legend, so yeah. Well, aside from right. these, aside from the two kids getting ripped up there a week ago, yeah, but they're thieves. Nobody cares. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, again, that it's. I'm assuming. Well, we'll find out. But I, I'm, I'm thinking we're gonna. We should be able to fill in maybe some of the gaps. I think you're right. And every small town usually has that history guy. That's like, oh, this is when the town was founded. This is everything that's happened. Yeah, and we so. can talk. We can talk to uh, Lightning Rod Willie. It's usually the mailman, right? <laughs> yeah, the guy who gets. Uh, Gets drunk up and starts telling all the times he got abducted by aliens. Hey, how'd you know what my retirement plan is? <laughs> <laughs> Buy him a drink. He'll tell you how he was abducted by aliens. Okay, so you got a couple hotel rooms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think that's plan. Yeah, Marge is right across the street. Uh, you walk sure. in, it's a typical, you know, uh, country bar. They're playing uh, Rascal Flats. And... Hey, we fit right in. <laughs> you walk in, you know, there's... <laughs> the record scratches. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone looks. <laughs> they all turn at the same time. <laughs> no, there's only, like, a couple people in there. There's a guy in, like, a trucker's hat and flannel sitting at the bar, and there's a guy... They're watching... Uh, it's April, so yeah, they're watching uh, the Red Sox play uh, the Blue Jays at the bar. Yep, must be late April. That's yeah. Saddle up to the bar. Red Sox aren't playing anybody right now. <laughs> Order a drink. <laughs> the Tigers. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> ah, what can I do for you? Can I get a drink, please? Well, what it. Whatever you got what? on tap, give me a mug of whatever you got on tap. Okay, well, he throws you Sam Adams. Excellent. What's that, Natty mm. Boo? What's the name of that uh, beer everyone drinks in New England? Natty something? Mm. That one that, mm. there's that one from Jaws, I can't Lobster remember. ale? <laughs> no, Narragansett? Uh, yeah, Narcotic. There's a slang word for it, too, and I forget what it yeah, is. Yeah, it was Gross. In, it was in Jaws. It's one that, like, because they, now they use that as one of their logos is Quint crushing the can. Ah, yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, Naga set or something like that. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, you fellas from out of town, huh? Well, hope you don't know why you're in Hobbs End, but have fun. Well, it's uh, it's the closest place to the Willows. Oh, good segue. Oh. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, there's no reason. To, there's no reason to beat <laughs> around a bush. Let here. me just be direct. No, I was my hat. I was being sincere. <laughs> he slides you your drinks and goes to the other end and pretends to be doing something. Oh man! Uh, so there goes that theory. Those yeah. Things. Oh, there's somebody here willing to talk. So now we're gonna have to beat it out. So of it. No, we start, start buying rounds. Start, no, six, start looking dollars. around for the start looking around for the most local of locals. Like I said, there's a guy at the trucker's hat, and there's an old guy over there playing darts in the corner. No, anybody go dart to the old guy? I'll go. Yeah, I'll go. I'll, I'll challenge. So we want to hit up the uh, the trucker cap. I'll go see challenge the fellow to a friendly game of darts. Okay, uh, Chris, give me a, an interaction charm roll. Mm. Oh, oh, oh. All right, well, that's on here somewhere. You enjoy that. What is it under? What skill is it under? Uh, interaction. Interaction is a skill? Yes. Oh, there it is. Uh, doing interaction. What? I'm sorry? Charm. Charm? Do you have it? Um, nope. It's not even on here. Yeah, yes, it is. You can use your... Where am I looking? Well, <laughs> oh, it's a personalities thing. I'm looking under interaction. Yes, which is under personality. I asked what I was under, and you said... That's, that's in, in skills. In shut up! Skills. You said it was under interaction? Yeah, shut up. I got you. <laughs> uh, no, I do not. Okay, so roll a d6 with it and add it to your roll. D6. Ooh. Woo! 20! <laughs> Eve. We don't take care yeah. <laughs> Is that total or did you roll a 20? That was my total. Oh, okay. As you walk over, he just kind of goes over, grabs the darts, puts them in a little case, and harumphs and walks out of the bar. Doesn't even want to talk to you. Ooh. You in it for a challenge, bro? Mm-hmm. Well, who else can I scare out of this bar? <laughs> uh, why don't... Marge is going to be peeved. Yeah. Gonna... Gonna... yeah. Um, so we've got... What one other old guy in uh, in here? Yeah, he's he was a kind of eyeballing. See, uh, what's he drinking? Whiskey. Oh, that's a good choice. Um, 
unfortunately, it doesn't seem like I'll be getting a whiskey. Because that bartender is probably not going to want to serve one. Well, um, that was me. That's all right. Um, I'm alone at the dartboard I'm now. associated with you now, unfortunately. So, um, I will uh, pull the flask from my uh, pocket, as I will not be served. I'm going to go over and uh, hey, sit next to the old man. And now they lose their liquor license because someone brought in booze. That's what I was just thinking. <laughs> he looks over at you and goes, Man, they hate us. Looks over at you and goes, Thank you, boys, are in the wrong bar. There's a fancy lad bar down the road in Kingsport. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's so much further away. And I've, uh, I've come such a uh, long distance already. So you uh, doing the same thing? Yeah. Okay. Do you get charm? Oh, yeah. All right. Give me a roll at a D8 penalty. Oh, man. D8 penalty. Um, 14, which still puts me at one below my success threshold. Okay. Kind of looks at you and goes, eh, what? Oh, well, Your uh, boy's coming here flapping your gums about the willows. Kind of odd. Yeah. Odd timing. What with those... That... That one fella getting torn up pretty good. Yes, an unfortunate circumstance as that happened to be a nephew of mine. You don't look Hispanic. <laughs> well, by marriage. What can I, <laughs> what can I say? My sister, uh, my sister did get around a little bit in her <laughs> younger years. <laughs> a family disgrace. Oh, you just called his sister a smurf. <laughs> family disgrace, but uh, you can tell that I'm quite a long way from home. I was for uh, fortunately, I was hoping the North would be a little bit more, uh, a little bit more understanding as to uh, some of those things. But you understand, a matter of family is something that must be investigated. Chad Sox, he was a local boy. It was mom and his pa. Good, hard-working people. <laughs> the South will rise again. <laughs> oh. Yankee jerk. So, seems as if... Well, it seems as if that you... Uh, as as my father said, sometimes you can smell a fart in the wind, and that's kind of what I'm getting from you, boy. Is this company we work for, like, super secret? Or yes. can we just come out and say... Hey, we work for... Well, we, we have Huffman fake credentials. Our credentials are for the CDC. Maybe you should work with that there a little go. bit, ding-dong. Well, my, I'm uh, a fed. Flaming <laughs> Smurf. Yeah. My, uh, my apologies. Sometimes I find I get a little bit, uh, little bit more in with the locals if I talk about a family member. Oh, I, uh, so you prefer to lie rather than just come out with the truth. I was going to go over and slip the I pull the the badge from underneath the from my pocket. Government boy, don't cotton much with government. I didn't think so. I prefer not to be tread upon. It's a bomb again, PC. Awesome. I'm going to bed. Yeah, well, let's fast forward to tomorrow. I'm not going to do anything outside. This is why I don't This is why I don't go to this bar. And why did you open your mouth to begin with? What? I just want to. Yes. What? I'm talking about the Willows. There was just a couple of deaths there. We're CDC members. I was going to talk about There's only been deaths there for a couple, what, you know, a century or so. Yeah. The latest one. 
emotion attached. Which, what happened prior to that week? It was 50 years. Oh, man. It's only been 50 years since a gruesome supernatural murder here. Oh. Uh, you not see where I'm going, dipstick? He shakes his head, and, you know, he pulls out his wallet. <laughs> goes, here you go, Fred. And he goes, oh, same time next week, Mr. August? You betcha. He gets up to leave. Mr. August, we have your bill for my associate's... What? You think I can't pay my own bill? No, but you were wronged by uh, my associate when he lied to you, and uh, I don't hold truck with that, really. <laughs> truck? Uh, all right. We don't like him either. <laughs> Just go head back to the pet cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> Ground's gone sour. <laughs> <laughs> Now, why don't you just make this in Maine? Yeah. Uh, uh, give so me any, uh, mm, let's see, uh, intuition awareness roll, please, someone. Hmm. Intuition? Sweet. Any penalty on that one? Uh, I can't find anything on this. It's under Wills. <laughs> yes, there is a... Awareness? Hold on, I got it. One step penalty. One step? D4. So four total. Nice. Uh, If you remember the caretaker's name. Three! (laughs) If you remember the caretaker's name, it was Charles August. Okay. And the caretaker, if I remember correctly, let me look through my notes, he was found dead as well? No, he's one who found the the dead. Oh, that's right. Um, Mr. August, was it? Yeah. You wouldn't have to be the caretaker uh, at the Willows, would you? So what if I am? I'm poked and prodded by you government people over that poor boy's death. You can't you just leave me alone. Let me finish my whiskey and shamble back to my lonely shack where I can prize my poetry based upon the sea. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sir, we're, we're not here to cause you any... Any All trouble. Right. It's just we, uh, we just go we're investigating the incident through another angle. We at the center of the disease control have noticed there's a lot of strange happenings going on up there. So we're going to investigate a more biological aspect of it. Can mm. you tell us anything that, uh, that you've seen odd going on up there? Mm. Seems plenty of weird things up there, but ain't... Talking here, what? Yeah, my typical Yankee reticence won't let me go into further detail. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I'm just kidding. He just kind of splintered off there for yeah. a second. <laughs> so That's having okay. a stroke. It doesn't matter. That's half That's having good, good whiskey. His Tourette's kicked in for a second and he just rambled. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen plenty of weird things. My father saw plenty of weird things, and my great grandfather, we all took the caretakers up there. Oh, all right. Well, uh, I would love to sit down and interview you if I could get a moment of your time. Mm, joints are aching. That, I suppose. Eh. What do you want to know, boy? Uh, show him to a seat and... I don't need your help. Can't no. my own. <laughs> oh no, my he meant God. he meant he's going to the willows tonight. <laughs> he meant it's over. With. He meant he's going to pull the seat out. You know, oh, yeah, as you're for the lady. That's <laughs> so what you want to know, boy. Uh, you said that you've uh, seen plenty of strange things going on at the uh... lights, noises, that sort of thing. I don't usually go in after dark. That's when most of the bad things happen. If you go during the day, it's pretty quiet. Don't poke it. It won't poke back. 
mostly. When you say it, sir, what are you referencing? The house. The house itself, you say? Yeah. See, not known by many people, but house has been around as long as that old girl was. It gets its own personality. Lots of bad things happen there, and it influences it. Take a dog and raise it and beat it, and you get a nasty dog. Same thing with this house. Hmm. You sound like Toll Booth Willie Somebody crossed with Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was beating the house? Well, <clears throat> this, uh, this rec- recent incident, could you go ahead and uh, recount where you found the, the body at? He was in the kitchen. Came in there, usually clean. Go through the house once a week, give it a good cleaning. He just saw a broken window, went there, and there he was. Looked like a dog got him, tore him to bits. So you only go to the Willows once a week, then? No, I'm there every day, but I only do the inside stuff about once a week. Okay. Uh, has, has this house ha- Does this house have a history of break-ins or anything like that? No, most people around here are smart enough not to po- poke it in there. So he's a local kid. Why was he breaking in there, then, if everyone's so scared of the Willows? Who pays the caretaker? There's a fund set up by Mr. Hagen himself for... You just get paid with the interest from it. So Hagen, although he didn't own the property, it was sold, you know, in by the state to these other folks. That still pays for the caretaking. Yeah, his all his uh, assets were seized, I guess, and there was a trust fund set up, and they just decided to let us keep it. I don't understand it. I just get the check. Hmm. Okay. Sounds like Social Security. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old. Give me, give me, give me. <laughs> well, if there's anything else, I got to. I guess there's some guys coming in to stay at the house tomorrow. I'm going to go let them in, give them the keys. Yeah, that's us. Yeah, I believe that. Oh, you're... well, I should have just said that in the first place. Would have saved me a lot of time talking with your dandy friends there. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. That was the next sentence out of my mouth until the bartender walked away. (laughs) It's been such a wonderful conversation, too. Now, if you would, please. So, secondary mission, murder the caretaker. (laughs) Make it look like an accident. Oh, he was taken by a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's what we could do. Just tear him to pieces and put him in the house. Ding. Hmm. Now, just be, he isn't the only one. We've had some people go poking and prodding in there. They they vanish. It hadn't just been... What you hear about, some of this stuff just never makes the news. So the people that go in there are undesirables, or why didn't people report it? Well, I did, but... See, we had a fancy lad, like your boy down there. You mean the liar? Yeah. (laughs) He teared my soul out. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't recall asking about your life story. (laughs) What? <laughs> God, we make two steps of progress. Coolahan here takes four steps backwards. Uh, welcome to our games. No, we had some fancy pants mayor that thought he was going to turn this town into a tourist attraction, so he had that stuff kind of uh, put under the rug, so to speak. Now I'm starting to sound like Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> you old poop. But you're saying these. This isn't an isolated incident. There have no, been disappearances, at least, in the house before. Correct. How old's this guy? Late 50s. Can we have our keys okay. now, or does he... Did... Yeah, he hands them over. Sweet. There what? we go. I would recommend going in the morning. That was the plan. Thank you, sir. You ever been there in that night? I try not to. Father Wait. told me it's a bad idea. Doesn't really answer my question. I don't know. Okay. 
I've been there with sunsets and some heard some weird things, smelled some weird smells, that sort of thing, enough to tell me I want to get out of there as soon as possible. So why are you saying stay out of there at night then? Just what you've heard right there? Oh, just, or there's other things there too? Father used to had some stories he wouldn't go into about the house at night. I guess it gets rather rambunctious. You mentioned the smell, sir. Um, what kind of smell? What would you say it smelled like? Worse than your friend's lies. A smelly smell. <laughs> that that smells smelly. Quite, quite terrible smell, then. Oh, man. Would you equate it to <laughs> rotten <laughs> eggs or <laughs> garbage or something of that nature? Like someone took a cut a prime rib and left it out in the sun for about three weeks. That type of smell. Rotten meat. Um, yeah, some su- there's a bit of a sulfur after flavor to what I'd imagine, but... Mm. And just out of curiosity, sir, if you found any... Um, strange substances in the house, as it were. Um, like I said, we're looking into a more Give biological... Give me a, uh, interaction invest interview. Interview? At a three-step penalty. I actually have interview, but... So, D8 penalty. Uh, that's a three total, so a Jeez. amazing success. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Ooh. Wow. You mean the slime? I'm sorry, I mean, that's what you're talking about. Sometimes I find it in the kitchen, by the pool, on the door to the basement. I don't go down there. You say you don't go into the basement. Why wouldn't you go into the basement, sir? Mm, he clams up. Understandable. That's why I've got my grow lamps. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard enough. I'm going to bed. Well, sir, thank you for your time. See you out there tomorrow. We appreciate you. Yeah. Just nods at you. Mm. All right. Nods at all three. Uh, yep. Shall we call it a night? I already did. All right. I'm going to follow Chris's example. <laughs> Halfway through the interview, he just stands up. He's like, I'm done here. And leaves. <laughs> yeah. So we go back to the hotel room next morning. Um, the Willows, you... It's kind of off the GPS. You've, you've got like a, a map notation there. Uh, there's a long winding driveway. Probably, the driveway itself is probably about a half a mile. You see there's like a stone wall, like a field stone wall. That looks like at one time it had like a gargoyles. They've been broken. Is there a volcanic glass <laughs> rock and that has no reason to be in the in middle New of a field? Yeah, New England field. Yeah. So what the mail? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Darn it! <laughs> That's in Buxton. <laughs> this is how that. You dummy. Sorry. And that's in Maine. This is Mass. Jesus. Uh, you can see that there's like, a, you know, a graffiti painted on the walls, like, you know, uh, pentagrams, 666, uh, Ralphie was here, that sort of thing. Good job, caretaker. <laughs> you just apparently, make sure the, gla- the grass the, is cut. Apparently the interest yeah. doesn't pay for paint. <laughs> The the driveway winds up. You see that. Uh, I mean, you can see the house from here. It's on like a promontory. Uh, on either side of the driveway are two gigantic willows, massive, probably about a good hundred and twenty feet tall each. A willow tree? Holy yeah. That is wow. That yeah. is a massive willow tree. Freakishly large. Yeah, hmm. that's nuts. You see that they've actually become like intertwined. Uh, almost like they're choking lives out of each other. Cool. Uh, looming up on top of the hill is a 
Victorian mansion that you... What were you saying about uh, chainsaws earlier? Yeah. I didn't say anything about chainsaws. Yeah. Look, I do not want these not trees the coming game. alive. And... <laughs> I've seen Evil Dead. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fight some tree ants. Uh, as you pull up, you... Um, was nasty. Mm-hmm. You almost feel like a... <laughs> I know. You feel almost like a flash. Mm-hmm. How do you feel a flash? Of of terror overtake you, as if you've just been... Someone throwing, like, cold water in your face as you were asleep. That sudden shock mm-hmm. is what you feel. But then it passes. Oh, wonderful. Are you, uh... Oh, yeah, you are. You're sensitive, ain't you? Oh, yes. And as soon as I heard about all of the wonderful uh, goings-on here, I just (laughs) was ready and rearing to go. Sounds like Bob's going to lay the law down. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'll mess with Bob, man. There's a bunch of smurfing kids up there. And now that Bob's not here. Hey, Bob. I love you. You did such a good job. When you hear this later... I appreciate everything you do, buddy. <laughs> we really should. I, mean, I, I want to do something nice for the guy. I mean, he puts up with us. No pay. Just sits in here and listens to our crap. I know. <laughs> Other people have to click a button. He just has to sit there. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why he's he does He's got no sense. choice. Uh, Other think, than uh, not showing up. I think Rob's got some leverage over him. <laughs> got him yeah. There's some blackmail <laughs> going on. There's something out there. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you know, Bob, I like you, but if you don't do the podcast, click like. <laughs> <laughs> At some point in time, he's just going to wrap his mouth around the barrel and go, yup. <laughs> just get me away from those jackasses. <laughs> do so, what needs to so, be done. Uh, you yeah, the driveway, you, the lawn and everything's well maintained. Um, you can see... In the, f- it looks like a window has been covered up with cardboard, off to the side there, on the wraparound porch. Okay. Obviously, that's when it got broke. We can assume. All right. Well, let's go on up, get set up, start putting stuff in. Early in the morning, like eight a.m. Should we make just a? Uh... A quick list of things we want to get done. I'd like to go check out the standing stones yeah. while it's still daylight outside. Well, the bigger, bigger techie boy here can start rigging some up some of this. Up. Yep, you know, yep. Uh, specifically where, we're, where we uh, we have had slime sightings in the kitchen and, uh, you know, pool area, whatever, whatever. So our ultimate goal here is just to figure out what's going on and take care of it. Uh, I th- Well, investigate. Well, I mean, I don't know about take care of it, but... That would Should be missing, icing on the cake, but yeah. I don't think that was necessarily yeah. Hoffman over, Institute's. I mean, or yeah, over time, there's at least three of them that are missing. We've got to have a mm. directive. The Hoffman Institute says, "Go do this." What's our investigate? Is it, is the it house. just to make the house say? safe? Because if they that's said case, just, they said just down. <laughs> go check it out. No, okay. you're supposed to find out what's causing it. If it's going to be a threat locally, and oh. if you can find the girl, great. Okay, well, mm-hmm. yeah, there you go. So, so camera set up. The house. I guess I wouldn't mind going to take a look at the stones either, but again, I'd not. Aside from looking at it, going cool, there's much I can be able to. You do have a cold, huh? You do have a cold. Well, yes, but I, I'll see it and I'll roll it and then I'll do it at that time. Because I would like to go see the the fellow stones. Okay, so setting up my equipment. Okay, I'm going to go look for the stones. I think I'm going to uh, join in on the stones there. I'm pretty sure I just said I was gonna do stones. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna take a look around the the perimeter of the house, the grounds, kind of look for like possible points of entry. Well, let's. 
Okay. Well, let's uh, let's, let's not do here. anybody. Let's not do anything alone. It's during the middle of the day. So. Horror movie 101. So he's setting let's, up his equipment. Inside. Check out the stones. Yeah. Right. And the then you are going to be good. So he's going to be by himself. Well, I'll be right around stuff the house, up. though. I'm just going to take a... I'll, I'll be right there. And I mean, I've got the magic bullets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The rest of you? Nah, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think that's the plan. And then, of course, I mean, it shouldn't take all that long. We'll probably be back before he's done setting everything up. Because, you know, it takes a little bit of time to do that. Right. Running cords, right. put adapters right. in because well, if he's none of the outlets out here are grounded. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, well, if he's going around the house, then I'll uh, I'll join you. I mean, I at least know a little bit about entering areas that aren't meant to be entered. Yeah, <laughs> you take the sensitive fella. <laughs> I'll take the newbie, and we'll go check out the big phallic stones. And he can regale you about how the South will rise again. Mm. <laughs> You'll love it. The lost cause. I've already heard that conversation a few times. Mm-hmm. You'll enjoy the crap out of it. The rookie here will flip out his notebook and he's like, what can you tell me, boss? Shut up. <laughs> okay. Uh, for the guys, My first piece of advice. Close your mouth. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> he just... Uh, I was babysitting my niece when she was about three. And she was watching television, and she said something to me, and I couldn't understand what she had said. And so I, I'm like, I'm sorry, Adrian, I don't, I don't, I didn't get what she said. She got kind of exasperated, and she she repeated, I couldn't understand because I had that kid voice. And so I said, I'm sorry, honey, I don't understand what she said. She actually walked over to me and put her little finger under my chin and pushed up and said, just be quiet then. <laughs> <laughs> she learned that from somebody. I, I did a coin trick for her, and she goes, she's five, and she goes, it's it's in your other hand. It never left your hand. This is a horrible magic trick, and you shouldn't do magic tricks. <laughs> well, she wasn't wrong. Better knew. Calmer anyway. True. So is, so is everyone who ever tries, because I don't. Uh, if you go and examine the stones, uh, you can see that, you know, they're it's set up around the perimeter of the estate, um, probably half a mile circle around it. There are 12 of them. They're made out of a strange black stone. Um, it has weird carvings into it, like strange lines put into it. Uh, if anyone has a uh, geology, uh, nope, nope. It almost looks like onyx, but it's it's even smoother than that. It, it's almost like a glass texture, even more so than onyx. Or obsidian, rather. I'm sorry. Okay. So, uh, Mr. Occult Investigator there, do you recognize any of the carvings? Mm-hmm. Give me a cult roll. At a two-step penalty. So it'd be D6. <clears throat> Seven, which would be, for a call, not quite amazing, but uh, success. It almost looks... You've seen similar drawings involved in uh, European witch cults, you know, pre-Christian witch cults, but something like this looks far older, and you would guess the stone is quite, it predates any sort of, uh, you know, definitely the Romans, that sort of thing. This stone is super pagan. Not just a little. Well, there were, and there were several, like, was there four of them? Twelve. Twelve? Yeah, there's, so there's a ring... So yeah, I think it, it making a 
making a circle and checking each one out. And you uh, know, it's kind of if they're the same. Yeah, design. They're all the same. They're almost creepily identical. Okay. Um, just for and also too, it's kind of weird because they've been sitting out here, middle of Massachusetts for right. you know almost a hundred years. <clears throat> well, actually over a hundred years, and they there's not any sort of weathering. There's no markups. There's not even moss growing on them. They're mm. completely smooth. I'm gonna see if I can take a sample. It tried, you know, chopping, and you can't even flake a piece. Hmm. Okay. Hey, Ken, let me see those bullets. As anticipated. <laughs> As anticipated. Just wanted to give it a try. Uh, so, Waylon, you are per, are you walking around like the wraparound porch? Yeah, just doing the whole yeah, perimeter of the perimeter building. Yeah. Okay, what you can see there, the you know, there's the wraparound porch goes around half of it. Around the back, there appears to be like a, a greenhouse. Uh, it's overgrown. The door to it's been boarded up. Okay. Uh, on the west side here, if you look at it'd be the M there. Possum! Ah! <laughs> awesome. This would be when you have the little possum run out and scare the oh. poop out of you. Yeah, on the west side there, it says like there's an M. There's like the little, there's some oak trees right there. Okay. Uh, inside there is like a uh, covered porch patio type deal that has also been boarded up. Uh, over where it's labeled D there with the the glass windows there on the side, one of them has been broken into. And it's been, there's cardboard up. That's <laughs> caretaker sucks. Okay. <laughs> He's old. Give him a break. Yes. No, when you're done. No children caretakers. No, women find him quite repulsive. Well, <laughs> you better knock one up somewhere sometime. Can only imagine. Got a long family history of being caretaker to this home. Let me go out and check out the greenhouse house. a second. Okay, um, it's boarded. It's locked. Well, none of our keys would be going in there. It's just like it's boarded up, locked. Well, it's locked on the inside. Yeah, there's no oh, outside okay. keys. Can you see into it through any? Yeah, you can look. It looks like um, it's overgrown. Uh, some attempt has been made to kind of keep it up, but you can see that there's uh, like lavender plants everywhere, that sort of thing. Okay, but it so, looks like somebody's been in there. Yeah, somewhat like caretaker, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not a great gardener, but there, yeah, some okay. attempt has been made to maintain it. So it's locked from the inside. Are there any uh, mechanisms from the outside in order to uh, release the catch? Not from the outside, no. Well. As- as we're wandering around looking at all the stones and checking out their positions, um, I'm going to take it they're equal distant from each other in a perfect circle around the house. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to look for signs of animal life and that kind of thing on the inside of the stones. Anything? Uh, do you have tracking? Uh, I don't believe so, no. What's it under? Survival. No, I do not. What's that under? <laughs> Because <laughs> the main the main thing is not survival. I know that constitution. Constitution. I have sir. No, I don't have any. Yeah, I resist pain. That's the only one I have under. I'm sorry. It's under investigate. If you look under wills. Mm. I have search. Do you have investigate as a broad skill? Yes, I do have investigate as a broad skill. Okay, yes. you both can do it at a two-step penalty. Okay. Two-step is 46. 13, which would be success just. Seven. And he's back. So a good success. 
You don't find any animal tracks or anything around there. Not even any okay. birds or anything. There's it's eerie calm and that yes. kind of thing inside the ring. Yep. If I'm gonna step outside the ring, any any difference? You hear birds or anything like that outside the ring? You wait a few minutes and you hear like a. Okay. So there's no possums that jump out at you. I'm sorry. I mean, it's scary like that. So okay. So. Okay. Mr. Hennon, you are setting up the infrared cameras. Yeah. Okay. You got six of them. Where do you want them? Um, the one on the left. the it, stairs to the basement? Excellent. The stairs to the basement. If you look right here. L. Uh, yeah, they go up and down. Okay. Well, obviously one of them's going there. One each on points of egress. One of the stairs going up. And where was the boy found in the kitchen? Yes, he was. One, two, three, four. So one in the kitchen. The kitchen is uh, H there. You found okay. some of the, some slime stuff in the kitchen at one point in time too. Okay. So. And then uh, I'll put the cameras, doors, stairs, rooms where people were found dead. Okay. Um, the upstairs there, the where Griswold's body was would be in S, upstairs. Okay. Is that a bathroom? Pardon? Is that a bathroom? No, it's, it's a bathroom. <gasps> oh, he didn't do an Elvis? I'm sorry, you, you, I'm sorry. He didn't do it, Elvis. <laughs> honka, honka, burning. <laughs> hmm. Did you say in the entryway you were going to do one, too? Or? Two. What's that, Ski? What do you got going on? Three, four. Well, Where's the kitchen? So we were roaming around uh, with him. Do he, we... Uh, he was, oh, no. He um, where was H, uh, Jake found? I forgot one. Down in the kitchen. It's room H. All right, so he was found in H. Got it. All right. Should we actually put one um, in? Are there any uh, windows uh, when broken we get back. over in H? No, no. Uh, no. Okay, nothing broken in there. Um, the only broken window that you can see is the one in uh, the the sitting room there, that which leads to yeah, uh, D. Okay. Uh, most of the furnishings and everything are are gone in the house. There's nothing in particular that looks like uh, most of it's been stripped clean. Um, oh, it's gonna be super comfortable. Can't wait to stay a night in here. I think we have cots. Night yeah, you have inflatable in mattresses. <gasps> Yay! Uh, oddly enough, though, as you're patrolling the uh, the upstairs, P there, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is a library, and it appears as if time has not touched it. There's books oh, and everything lined in the shelves. Definitely putting a camera in there. Hmm. Does that all count Two, for all six then? Eight, four, five, six. I, I will take one out of the lower floor and put it down in the basement. Well, let's go down there first. And yeah, down I'm not going down by out. myself. <clears throat> Do you want to take the uh, the? Because you've already got one. Room? You've got one already covering the the going the stairway to the basement, correct? Yep. Yeah. If anything, we'll so move that one down. Instead of the well, instead of the the camera going to the the stairs to the second floor, I'll put that one down in the basement. Okay. Because I've got one right there that can shoot down that whole hallway. And cover that. So the library's still loaded up? Yes. Am I picking up anything in there? Are you doing post-cognition? He's opening his third eye. Got, uh... No, put it away! <laughs> I mean, I could post-cog it. There's something in there. It's up to you to try. Uh, I'll 
Okay, this is going to be fun. That being said, you ever read any Lovecraft books? This will not end well for you. Mm, I don't like it. I don't really want to do it on anything, but I guess we got to... I guess I must abide. Let's try it. Today! From way out in ah, the field wonderful. in the stone circle. <laughs> so it's a one step? Yes. One off. From success? or Yeah, from success. You open yourself up. You uh, begin to probe the room. God, you guys are children. Are you probing? He's probing the painting room. It almost feels like there's like a membrane over, over it where you can't quite plummet. Hmm. Plummet. We're Can't. doing this on purpose, right? This is. <laughs> you you get to you, you almost get like flashes of something, but it, it they're gone before you can fully. It's almost like a curtain has been thrown over your eyes. Hmm. And right. because you failed, that will be two points used. Awesome. Hmm. When we get back, we're gonna go check out. Yeah, the... we're gonna go. We're gonna head down to the basement. Yeah, uh, who's all heading down to the basement? If everybody's done with their Me, out so of stuff, and I will be heading down there too. Okay, uh, it almost it feels almost uh, there's a pressure change. There's like a the air is warm and like oppressive almost. If any of you uh, have claustrophobia, one uh, one thing beforehand though, uh, <clears throat> could I get a couple of those ghost bullets? No. <laughs> <laughs> then you are coming with us. Okay. <laughs> I'll come along. Stingy oh, penis. <laughs> I only have one. What? Oh, you have I a only clip? Have one clip. Yeah. yeah, a clip of fifteen. <laughs> My gun's different than yours. <laughs> right. So it probably holds more. So <laughs> give me two. Just two. One for the ghost. and One for me. <laughs> <laughs> You don't need one for yourself, man. Oh, man. By that time, I might. <laughs> yeah, the air down there, it's... Uh, does anyone have claustrophobia? Mm-mm. Nope. I didn't go Mm-mm. down there, so no. Okay. Uh, highly oppressive, highly warm, oddly, for a basement. Uh, as you open the door and go down the steps, cloud of dust, poof, hits you. It's a uh, rough stone cut basement stretching out uh field stones that sort of thing um I'm gonna have my camera as you get down there and uh, your camera suddenly flickers and the battery dies <sighs> crap on a stick any lights no but you've got flashlights okay so there's no lights in the basement no like at all all right well Question: Is it just the camera that went dead, or I'll check my phone? Your phone's dead too. Okay. And your flashlights are flickering a bit, but then stabilized. Okay. Hmm. So this thing wants you to see it coming. Doesn't like. It doesn't like technology. Uh, Are you guys searching the basement then? I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Why not? It's not dark yet. Give me an investigate search roll, please. I got it. Do you actually have search? Yes, I do. Ooh, look at you go. Uh, any difficulty, whatever's? Uh, one step penalty. I rock at this game. I do not. <laughs> I have an eight total, so I that knew it was going to happen. That will just be a regular success. Crit fail. Jeez. 
Yeah, I do poorly at everything. This is the only game I do well at because I can't roll above it. Or well, see, my dice <laughs> know what they're supposed so. to be, what they're supposed to get, and then they do the opposite. So it doesn't matter what says in my play. As you're uh, looking around, you see, I mean, it's like uh, bales of you know uh, rotting rope and sacks and crates that are just dried out and worm ridden. You're shining your light on the wall. You see that there's a, a patch. They'll say it's carved out of the wall, like a bow relief, and this is what's carved on it. Bill! Yeah, I was just gonna say it's it's Bill Cipher. Okay. Hmm. Mr. Occult Guy, do you recognize said symbol? Mm-hmm. For, do those, I? for those at home, it's an eyeball inside a triangle made or, up of Or check the Facebook page. The pictures will be there. Well that works too. Mm-hmm. Plug! Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, that's not really... Uh, I don't know. Is it, I assume is that a cult thing then? Yeah, it'd be. It'd be at a three-step penalty. So the occult lore, three-step, puts it a D8, correct? Uh, one, two, three, yep. Uh, yeah, nope. Doesn't look anything like you've seen. Funky. Put it in your notebook. We'll huh? investigate. I'll write it down. Or the southern I'll make Dandies a copy of it the same. Have a little fun. In my notebook. Okay, uh, is that all we come across? Is this stuff really dry? There's a little mic. No, there's a damp, damp, warm. Okay. Uh, it almost, yeah, you feel like the dust just won't leave. It's choking you, like it's settling in your lungs. Hmm. It's very damp. And I'll do a quick check for morale mushrooms. Uh, and then, uh, if there's nothing else interesting, leave. No, nothing like that. Okay. Morales are delicious. Yeah. This is not the right environment for morales, though. <laughs> Damp? <laughs> well, a little, a little too dark, but... Beef steaks. Beef steaks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Now that... Are we done in the basement, then? Uh, I'm thinking so. And I, I don't think we really need a camera down here. Uh, I think just one down the steps. Well, is the camera even working be, down here? Uh, it flickers... The farther in the basement you go with it, the less effective it is. If you put it right towards the entrance, it seems to be working. You know what we yeah. should do is we should right map out this basement, search the whole thing, see if they've got, like, a exit. So is the basement just one big something. open room? Uh, it's about like this, where we're filming. Any... Right, but it's just one big open. There's not, like, rooms in it. And no, no, it's just, like, it's just yeah. wide open. Windows? No. Some posts and stuff. Nothing. No doors? Nope. Nothing? Just when you came in. And you didn't okay. come across uh, Mr. Uh, whatever your name is? You didn't come across any outside entrances to the to the basement when you went around. There were not. Okay. Question for you: the uh, the camera. You said it. The further we get into the basement, the the shoddier everything gets. Yes. Is it the closer we get to the symbol that's carved in the wall, or just the basement in general? Yes, actually, the closer to the symbol you get. Okay, so it's the proximity to the symbol then. We should desecrate it. <laughs> I was thinking about doing that to the stones, but eh, a little early to be going that far. Why is it I take you somewhere and you just want to smear poo all over everything? <laughs> Either that or burn it down. That's my go-to response. <laughs> what? It's a danger to us? Set it on fire. Yeah. Okay. All right. And I guess the, the next thing, uh, Chris, do we want to go up and check the library then? That would seem to be the next. I mean, again, while well, sun's shining. Uh... I mean, we're probably going to want to take a cruise through the, the building as the whole. Mm-hmm. But, of course, what I would like to do is if there is anybody that has a uh, 
uh, engineering, carpentry, builder type things. Uh, basically, these old places, and if the guy designed it himself, see if there's like secret entrances, passages. Large spaces weirdness. where there shouldn't be. Yeah, you know, this, according to when you're looking here, there's walls actually three feet thick. You know, those kind of, de- those kind of deals. Um, anybody that is going to be more knowledgeable and book-wise, uh, if we want to try to find, because again, we got to try to find that book that he checked out of the library, the notes, all those, those things are very, yeah. very important. According to the story, the chick that went crazy, uh, Miss Jackson, grabbed the medallion and hooked it out the window. It has been a really long time, but I feel it would be worth an hour or two of looking for this medallion that got hooked out the window. Um, we know what room it was in. We know the windows. Um, you know, granted, it was a it was a girl with odd strength. We can, you know, take a path from there and, and see if we can find that thing. Do we know so, what room she was staying? It was the room she was staying in. That yes, because they went into of. her yeah. room. Uh, it's so. the one at the far end of the hall upstairs, we room N. Yeah, so it would be worth doing a, a little thing to see if we can find this medallion. Um, It'd be right out front. So that's, I mean, again, highly unlikely, but it's worth the effort to take a gander. So you say that the medallion was thrown out of room N? Yeah. Okay. It's one that overlooks the top of the covered porch there. It actually has like a walkout. You can walk out on top of the porch. Gotcha. Yep. All right. Well, let's take a look there. If, I don't know, I might be able to pick something up from it, but uh, I would rather just have us eyeball the thing if we can. I doubt that's going to happen. You might, you might be useful uh, feeling out where that medallion is because it apparently has some kind of beneficial protective something on it hmm. all right that was what i feel the plan for is for this uh this morning before night and I then like. if possible take a nap before it gets dark i like it so i take it you uh all didn't solve the mystery by going downstairs it was uh it knocked out phones and cameras flashlights flickered a bit but they still worked Damp, musty, dusty, didn't find anything uh, really of terrible import. There was a kind of a bar relief with a uh, Bill Cipher mm. on it. Are you familiar with uh, Gravity Falls? Thank you. The back of a dollar bill. Oh, the, 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 <laughs> the, the back of a dollar The bill. Illuminati with the triangle and eyeball in the middle. Oh, wonderful. It was down there. Uh, we don't know really what it's about, but it seems odd. But aside from that, it was just oppressive. Yeah, and it seemed to be whenever we moved towards it, our electronics and everything. It got worse the further yeah. we got in. So we put a camera back at the entrance. Looking at the eyeball. Looking in to keep an eye on it. All right. And we still have the, the handheld uh, flare camera, too. We got five of them. We got five cameras, yeah. Yep. We got one I thought we only had no, one. No, you only have one FLIR. Yeah, FLIR. Thank you. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, well, there, but there's a camera for everybody. Regular cameras, yeah. 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 There you go. Mm-hmm. Pass them out. There you go. Are they, uh, are they in glasses? <laughs> I don't want to see any homemade or videos coming headset back. Headset things. GoPros. So, yes. We <laughs> so we don't have to hold them? Uh, sure. Cool. Right. Sweet. So let's, uh, yeah, I think that's the plan. All right. 
Well, let's take a look. I don't, uh, I don't know where I would be best served in that plan, to be honest, but uh, let's go with it. I'm going to do a more mundane search of the library, <coughs> so okay. that's where I'm going to be heading. Were you going to go to the room then? And Well, I'll, I'm going to go, what I would like to do is basically, we need to do a full search of this house, period. Yeah. All of it. So we need to concentrate, I'm sure there's going to need to concentrate more than the library, but the whole house needs to be looked at. And if all the, most of the furnishings and stuff been taken out, it should be quick and easy. Okay. Okay, so Waylon, you're looking for the medallion? Sure. Uh, you are going with sensitive. Yeah. Which name? We'll be a team. Hmm? Cam. Cam. That's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Give me. Who's got the better search roll? I have perception. That'd be it. You got that, Wisniewski? I think I've got the base skill. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Hi. Did super good with a three. Really? Which is like what? The outstanding or whatever? Is it? Did you Exceptional. add Exceptional. in a. Did you roll the d4 and add it to it? I did not. Well, that make it good though. Oh. That makes it a four. Is that still. Excellent. No, I got the worst possible roll for it's perception. I'm sorry? It's in the good range then. You see up in the, uh, the tree there? By the front, that uh, something, something shiny. Mm. <gasps> right, be like a crow. I'll climb up there and go. Car, car, shady. Go get it. Your character's a raccoon. Go wash it off in the creek next. I have climb. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you get up there. Get a and stick. It uh, it's kind of wrapped around a branch, and it just it's weird that the sun is glinting right at this moment where you can mm. see it. But it's a silver medallion wrapped around a branch and doesn't look like it's been outside at all. Oh, all right. I'll connect that. Okay. You grab it, you know, bring it down, and you gotta clean it off. I mean, it's. Mm-hmm. But once you polish it off, I mean, it's. I mean, it comes right off. It's like a strange blue tinted silver. Mm-hmm. And as you look at it, if you could turn the monitor on. That is the symbol you see. It almost looks like a branch. Monitor status. One moment. Oh, there it is. <laughs> okay. Hmm. That's, uh... Cool. Oh, oh. Product, product placement is okay. That's okay. <laughs> Brought to you by surges. <laughs> That's perfectly placed, too. Surge. The unofficial drink of... <laughs> uh, Eric... Okay, you're just poking around, and you... I like how your rolls are inverse now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nat 20 with a 4 added on to it, so... Yeah. Woof. It's mm. cool. Okay, oh, well, um... You guys are... You three investigating the library? That was the... I was going to. Were you going to come with me? Sure. Then? Yeah. All right. I'm doing house in general, just... Kay. i got to set up my camera in there. Room anyway. to room. Okay. All right. Sorry, guys. Uh, as you go, you see the library... Um, most of the books are in engineering... Machinery, machine works. There's a, a small, probably eh, not too big, probably about three foot, like a brass ori, sitting on a table. Okay. It's uh, you look at it though, and it's not. Or you, at first, you think it's like the solar system, 
but it's not. It's uh, seven different shaped spheres rotating around uh, a centralized one. Hmm. I'm going to uh, make a note of that so that I can have... What is your guy's name again? Sean McGinnis. Sean. I refuse to say McGinnis in your weird accent. What? Um, <laughs> did I try an accent on that one? I, I, I didn't. Nah, it sounded like me. Oh. But I'm mildly retarded, so... <clears throat> mildly? Ouch. So, I think that we are going to... Uh, I've said worse. I know. It's <laughs> <laughs> not an excuse. It's true. All right. So, I'm, like I said, I'm going to make a note of it. It looks like it's something a little bit more up his alley than mine. Do I recognize it right off the bat now that I know it's not a solar system? No, it's just weird. Okay. Um, the engineering books and that kind of thing kind of makes sense because, if I remember correctly, Hagen owned patents and was an engineer and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, he was considered like a whiz kid at the time. Okay. Um, especially considering his he humble beginnings. He was super good at Mario Brothers. <laughs> and Mario Maker. <laughs> um, I guess I'm just going to give the, the room a good once-over with yeah, my mundane skills as opposed to... Yeah, um, that's what you find. Okay. Really. All right. So, after a while, I guess I'm going to let you know so that you can take a look at this. Well, so I'm going to end my search in the library. This brass contraption. You and, see uh, that uh, most of the, again, all the furnishings are stripped. There's like a bed frame up, up top. You go, I'm assuming you're investigating where the tape was found and where uh, oh, I mean, yeah. Griswold's I'm, pie I'm was. Give me a search going, I'm just kind of going room by room doing yeah. the thump test on the walls. You Give know? me a, a search in that one particularly. <sighs> uh, difficulty. Uh, just a one step. D4. <sighs> oh, wait. I may actually do that. Nope. Fail. You don't find anything. God. <laughs> <laughs> it's so terrible at this. Ah, I got good ideas, but I can't roll it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a, and yeah, I'm just basically kind of doing a surgeon again, uh, focusing on, you know, is this wall actually only six inches thick? Is there sticker pads? There were yeah, you something don't find funky anything. going on here. Now, Wisniewski, are you doing anything else or just? All right. Well, looking around here, we've got the, um, so we found the medallion. We got that. Um, well, you found a medallion. We found a medallion that was thrown from the window. I, Maybe I assume. Somebody threw it up there. Anyway, um, so the kid, uh, um, the kid that they found, uh, Jacob, um, that room down there. What's, the kitchen. Yeah, what's, what's the state of the place? Uh, well, again, there's some effort made to keep it clean. Uh, there's an old-fashioned, you know, basin with uh, brass fittings and everything going in. The the water spigot heads are made to look like uh, dragons. Oh, oh, all right. Going in. Um, yeah, it looks like you can see where the cabinet had been pried open and it looked like someone had tried getting at the fittings and everything. Gotcha. Is there, um, is there any damage to the floor? Not that you notice. Hmm. Are you going to do your power there or no? Oh. It worked okay. out so well last time. <laughs> well, let's see what we burn. Oh, hey, well, hot shit. Way better. Um, uh, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was really pleased with that. Um, looks like a, oh, just a success. 
Okay. As you're, you're, you open up your mind into the room, you, you get a sudden flash of a, a woman in what looks like early 1900s dress. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see she's raising a cleaver up in the air, and you hear it descend with a th- and you hear dogs barking, and then the vision fades. She flash an angle. <laughs> so risque. So cleaver up on the uh, the counter or no. hmm. dogs are barking. He's just carving up a well, a little bit of dog doggy treats. If you remember in our notes, though, they were fed. They were fed to the, the dogs. dogs. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Come get your kibble. <laughs> yum, 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 yum. This might be a rabbit hole, but do we have an autopsy report or anything from the kid who was found? Yeah, he told you. Uh, he's missing part of his upper cranium. Uh, covered so in lacerations. Brain, liver, liver, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Someone's yeah. making haggis. <laughs> <laughs> Too much rosemary in the haggis. I'll be right back if you guys want to come up with a plan of attack. Yeah, it's not like we need you here. I, Go ahead. Wander off. I thought, you're, uh, you're, you're, uh, not I thought we did have a plan of, of attack. We were attacking it. <laughs> okay, so what's next from here then? Probably. So we, so we won. By the time Brink gets stories. back, we, we got it. We, <laughs> we did it. All. We solved it. We did it. Yeah. All done. Yay! Oh. Play the well, Final Fantasy good. victory music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Burn the place to the ground. <laughs> That's oh. my uh, point of last resort. Bombing's laptop is unattended. <laughs> That's no big deal. We left the, when he left the screen on over here so we could see everything. <laughs> He's doing anyway. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, you got your plan of attack? We were doing our plan of attack. Okay. Well, I didn't know if you had more that you wanted to do. So you wandered off. Yeah. Sorry if I had to use the restroom. I'm going to put the amulet on. <laughs> I figured you'd be the best one. You're also the only one that can defeat anything that comes around, so. It's true. Well, I figured because. That's why I'm going to go sleep outside the Ring of Stones. You can stay inside. Yeah. I'm in the van. <laughs> Parts the van outside the ring. It's running. <laughs> it's always going to it. <laughs> I hate this character. Uh, you put it on, and yeah, you don't. There's no like feeling of anything, right? Yeah, I just figure from Ooh. from our our notes earlier that you know I'm all tingly now. Particularly like that. So I like how because we had the monitor up there, you've been turned into Wilson from. Home improvement. I can just see the upper part of your face. <laughs> My natural state. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, sun begins to set. It's late in the evening, probably about seven thirty. Okay. Do we want to do a? Uh, is everybody sleeping outside the Ring of Stones? Or well, no. I mean, we're tonight. There's no sleeping going on tonight. Oh, well, I was just, I was just gonna say, like, we go and we want to do a night investigation at least tonight. Right. And, yep. Uh, yeah. If I if I go to sleep, it is not in this house. Yeah. As it, it'll be below freezing tonight, you probably don't want to just crash in the van. <laughs> well, outside. Out, yeah. Well, out we don't crash in the van. You know, share body warmth. <laughs> <So, laughs> oh, we got, we only like brought cheap. one sleeping bag anyway. I'm in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> We have to rotate. It's a really the outside's got to rotate. Bag. Keep you on know, your front warm, then you turn a little bit. Keep your back warm. Nude. Got a gas. <laughs> That's the best way to share body heat. Duh. Large <laughs> gas station rotisserie is what. You were a. Uh, you were a scout, right? Isn't that uh, that's the way? 
You, know, no. you got to get naked in a. Actually, you have heat. three Eagle Scouts at this table. Snuggle yeah. till you fit isn't together that, like Legos. Yeah, isn't that the way? <laughs> <laughs> actually, that's a uh, that's a youth protection violation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a youth. Exactly. Do not <laughs> hug, nor have I been a youth for a long time. Do not hug the child in a certain way. In that <laughs> that, way. that that's not what they meant by two deep leadership. Sun is set. You know, getting a little chilly. What are you doing? Right. Stoke the fire. Right? Yep. There's this place, I mean, do they, got it. with the upgrades, do they put in a furnace or yeah. anything like that? Yeah, an old spider yeah. furnace. Oh, uh, yeah. Good. Let's get that baby going. Yeah. What kind of furnace is this again? Well, it has like all the spidery. All the old octopus furnaces. Well, sure, sure. But what fuel is it using? Coal. Coal? Yeah. All right. I'll be shoveling the coal. Yeah, what Singing to myself, working in a coal mine, going what down, down, down. is it? Incidentally. <laughs> uh, currently? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. It is... Friday, April 13th. Oh, <laughs> oh bum, bum, bum. April 26th. Oh, oh, good. Hey, guys, we're in that sweet spot. Hmm. All right. Seems to be like two times a year that this... Uh, Phenomena seems to occur. I noticed that, uh, well, there's like uh, October, and uh, there's a time in October, there's a time in April where this thing seems to come about. Hmm. Yeah. There's a time to reap, and there's a time to sow. That hurts me. There's a time for peace. I swear it's not too late. Yeah. So, all right, do we want to. turn, turn, turn. You're attaching back to the game? <laughs> what? Uh, I was right there with you. But, um, well, it's like a, it seems like that's a, a six-month time. Seems, yeah, it uh, seems to be well, it's a we are, we are on the thing. On the anniversary How many of them stones doing are their there? investigation. Well, I'm sorry, what was that, Ken? We are there during the anniversary of their of uh, Dr. Emmerich Matheson's investigation. Seems appropriate. Wait, there's 12 stones? Yep. Are they in a like a clock pattern around the... Uh, Around the estate? Not really. Hmm. They're bunched up. There's three groups of four. Oh, <laughs> we should hook one of them up of chains and okay. hung rip one out of the ground. Um, I couldn't chip anyone anything off of it. I'm kind of thinking that's not going to work out too well. There's three groups of four. No, and he's being a jackass. And it's eight miles, <laughs> no, eight miles back to Hobbs to Hobbs to Hobbs End or whatever. So <laughs> okay, be a long walk. No, there are, there are two types. I know I'm new to the occult investigation gig, but uh, there are two types of stone circles. Things to keep them out and things to keep them in. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure which one this is. So, I'm thinking this is uh, one of those in situations. So, so don't Rick, go bulldozing stones. So, Rick, you set up in the van, watch the cameras? Yep. Okay. Uh, you've seen what an IR camera looks like, right? It's black and white. Light is amplified. It's infrared. Yeah. Looking for cold spots. I hear that on all the uh, ghost investigations. <laughs> cold spots. Yeah, you hear that? Cold? You hear that? Do you hear that? What is that? What is that? What is Did you hear something? You oh, it's me. around this house being like, few stupid <laughs> <laughs> Come on. 
Yeah. Do it. Take me. More ghost adventurers and stuff. Yeah. Right, right. Ghost hunters. Okay, I got you. Just start shouting at walls. That's what You're they a, do, though. Yeah. You're a wuss. Oh, it's great. Yeah, you have like some overbound muscle, like steroid freak who can't even lower his arms. It is walking arms. around like an angry Harambe, <laughs> screaming. The most entertaining. It is, oh, except for finding Bigfoot and mountain well, monsters. Well, that's just because that's a bunch more. Mountain yeah. monsters is way better. <laughs> finding yeah, Bigfoot is all, is all about Bobo and falling <laughs> yeah. off porches. <laughs> all right, so or do we want to, if he's going to stay in the van then, do we want to do groups of two and wander around the house? I'm good with that. I assume we have communication devices yeah. and so forth. All right, that'd be part of a standard investigation pack. Yeah. Okay. Called cell phones. I'm not going to have my cell phone on all the time. I've got a radio. Yeah, yeah radio. you've got walkie-talkies. Yeah. Radio Goo-Goo. Yeah. Radio Gaga, you know what I'm saying? Oh, we want hands-free devices. Yeah, along with our cameras. Go, go yeah. by yourself. Nah. <laughs> We're all nah. using the Nextel, like the beep-beep on our phone. <laughs> I miss those. I want, uh, I want aliens-type headgear. <laughs> Motion detector. Motion, you know, so, so you got your little ring there, you got your light, you got your camera. And Ken you has the ammo. What are you supposed to use, harsh language? Yeah. <laughs> I have my flamethrower. We're in the willows, man. It's Not about what I got. All right. All right. I'll go with the guy that can kill it, and those two can go by themselves. Those two fellows over there can uh, team B. Yeah. Go to the not-scary places. I'll hang out with the guy that they can actually do something. Okay, so Fred and Daphne go upstairs. <laughs> For the rest of the episode. <laughs> okay. Um, do we want to break it up like that? You two go upstairs, and then Eric and I will stay on the, the ground floor. Well, yeah, because, again, we're going to be... I don't know, do we want to actually keep wandering around the house or do you just want to be, like, ready if something comes up on a camera to go look at it? Be in a centralized location, upstairs and downstairs, and I'll call you guys out when... Yeah, I think that's that's a plan. Okay. Hey, guys, it's happening right here. (laughs) (laughs) I heard something! (laughs) You guys are upstairs, all of a sudden you hear... (laughs) The (laughs) face going out of the driveway. (laughs) Um, Upstairs, are you still walking around? Because I'm getting footsteps. I swear I hear footsteps. Listen. There was. I just heard it again. <laughs> no, dude. You don't hear anything. Just go back to the tape. Okay. Uh, you two go upstairs. There, um... Some of the lights work, but not anything you're going to want to leave on for any period of time without having a blazing inferno on your hands. All right. So my upstairs. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Should it should it hiss and spark at you? Uh, where you guys sure to let us know right away if any electronics start fuzzing out. Seems to be a thing. Okay. Um, is there any particular spot you guys are looking at upstairs or? Uh, well, I mean the the library seems to be a, a, a focal point. So anything hanging out there would be. We can start there and just make our way around to the rooms. Yeah. Okay. P N Q R. Um. No reason to be super energetic. Yeah. Okay, as you two... Uh, Which two? Keith and Eric downstairs. Mm-hmm. As you're, you're walking, you know, you can kind of hear them upstairs a bit. Um, they've been up maybe five, ten minutes. Um, Eric, you hear like a, a, a giggle coming from the stairwell? Okay. Where are we at right now? Uh, you are in the main hallway there, O. Or, I'm sorry, uh, B. B? Yeah. 
right? Did uh, did you hear that? No. No, I did not. Oh, wonderful. I'm hearing the giggling, uh, the aforementioned giggling of that little girl from it, the, uh, the tapes. Towards the as divide. you uh, pull your camera up, you hear... And rolling down from the stairs is a small red, well, small ball. It goes rolling from the stairs across the floor into the darkness. As you see it, Rick, um, you just see the ball come down the stairs, and there's no source or anything. It just appears and then vanishes. Okay. Then, without me saying it, I'm calling all this stuff out as I see it. Yeah. Magic Whistle of the Darkness. And yeah. I, uh, I communicate up to them. Um, is there anything near the, uh, near the stairs? We just had a, uh, a ball roll down. <clears throat> I doubt that's in any of your equipment packs. It was a creepy clown. Nope. <laughs> nope, we didn't, uh, we didn't see anything. You don't hear anything that we're doing up here. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> Man. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, head over to the, if you're not already there, head over to the top uh, of the stairs and just kind of... You look down, uh, you can see their lights, you know, going over there. Um, as you peer down, uh, Chris, you feel like a sudden shove on your back. Give me a Oomph. dexterity. Okay, difficulty? Uh, just a straight D20. Cut them open. Uh, What's your dexterity? dexterity? Is an eight. Woof. Okay, uh, roll an eight or below. Oh, oh, so just basic? Okay, I got you. I thought you doubled it. Oh. Six! Woo! Made it! Uh, Waylon, as you see uh, McGinnis there, he appears, all of a sudden you hear like a... And you see him get like thrown almost, and he manages to catch himself on the barrister and starts going, woo, but manages to get his balance. Pulls himself you jerk! What'd you do that for? You stopped drinking before investigation. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean during? What do you mean before? <laughs> Hit blast. Right. right. Um, you two hear like a... <laughs> what the F? Hit. Did you feel that, bro? Did you feel that? I felt it. I felt something. Push me. Wasn't cool. I did not get pushed. Um, That's crazy. So, coming up to the steps there, do I see anything up them myself other than them? No, that's it. Hmm. Something to shove me. I'm going to move away from the stairs. Yeah. Following the bouncing rubber ball, I see a big, ugly Scotsman coming, falling down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> um, looking toward the uh, direction the ball ran, uh, um, went into, is it gone? No, it's uh, in a corner. Hmm. Uh, let's uh, take a look at that. I'm going to guess it's just a child's toy ball. Yeah, it looks like an old, old red rubber ball. Okay. Hmm. Um, play with us. <laughs> police that up no, so you we hear can that. play with the creepy little girl. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Um, is anyone else hearing, <laughs> hearing <laughs> children's voices? Is he the only one hearing nope. it? Because he's... No, Give me... An illich business roll. <laughs> no, uh, give me... Uh, I don't know. We're gonna go back know. to the library. Give me an awareness roll. Uh, 
Perception. Uh, seems more quiet over there. I ain't seen nothing. <laughs> you think you hear like a, a Twitter? Uh, Rick, as you're watching these guys, you, the, you can see them in the fringe of the camera. You know, they're over there bending over looking at a ball. <laughs> Look at it, get close. Closer. <laughs> I've got my pen out you, and I'm poking it. <laughs> you almost see like a small blur of motion as something probably about three foot tall goes skittering, runs across the floor and vanishes. Mm, okay. Hey guys, you're being stalked. Not me. We're up in the library. Yeah, watch your six. Hmm. I had movement on the camera behind you. Stalked. Hmm. Uh, I uh, nudge the ball with my uh, foot. Uh, it rolls uh, up against the corner and kind of bounces out. As you see, um, it takes kind of a natural path, and then all of a sudden it sharply veers and goes like as if someone's pulling it along farther down towards uh, the end of the hall, towards uh, past the stairwell into... The kitchen. Well, I've seen enough. Time to go home. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, you may want to come down from upstairs. We have uh, unnatural phenomenon going on down here. Um, meet us in the kitchen. Rick, as you're watching, all of a sudden the camera that's on them down the stairs, you see it kind of flicker. You guys hear a crash behind you. Whoop. Looking. It's the IR camera that he had set up that's watching the stairwell. It's now on the floor and in pieces. Hmm. My feed go out then, huh? Yeah. Well, I guess we're going to go downstairs. One of your cameras just fell, was it? Was it? Yeah, that's $1,500 yeah. I'm out. Oh, Heidemann, well. uh, Heidemann does a terrible job. I keep telling him, use screws, not just tape. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Uh, just uh, we're gonna join up with them down, down downstairs. Yeah. Uh, Waylon, as you're going down the stairs, mm -hmm. you, your hand touches the banister, mm -hmm. and it feels almost like you put your hand in a puddle. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> and you pull it up. It's a really like a clear viscous. Right here on the stairs. And you get like a sudden, just gagging, meat odor, as if Chris has breathed on you. I've been slimed. <laughs> Gross. Gross. Yeah. Just had Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we got somebody slime blows the their nose and you want to keep it. Uh, you said the the ball went okay. uh, down we'll the hall towards the kitchen area? Yes. Okay. You have a little Petri dish to take a sample? Sure. Yeah. I'll, go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll take a little sample. <laughs> so, uh, heading along towards the kitchen, um, uh, incidentally, is there any of that nasty junk on my uh, my foot? Okay. We come stumbling, bumbling. Hey, guys, what's going on? That I got pushed upstairs like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, that ball, um, uh, <laughs> Ronaldo, I'm not, but uh, it curved and went straight into the kitchen from across the hallway. Uh, not natural, I assume. Who's Ronaldo? Soccer player. Oh, Okay. Well, let's check it out. Yep, kitchen. Yay! Uh, Rick, as you're watching the cameras one by one, they go static and shut down. Which one's the first one? Uh, the last one to go out? Uh, kitchen is the first one. Then all the hallway ones. Then the library is the last one to go out. Um, I was watching the one in the basement. See anything? 
Well, the basement was the one that got smashed first. No, that's the one. The one that got was smashed it? was the one that was on the the stairwell going down to the basement. He's got one up in the basement. Oh, I thought okay. Never yeah. Uh, there's like a weird glow. Obviously, you can't tell the color, but it's like a pulsing light coming from the west wall, which is where the room was. And then, as it does that, it's like a really bright flash and makes it temporary, you know, like, ah, like someone flash, shining a flashlight in your face. And then the other ones are static. This is just nothing. Mm. Yeah, guys, we're blind here. Do you want to come in the house rather than yep. sit inside the van by yourself? <laughs> I'll take my fancy pants camera and go on in there. Okay. As you're going in, it almost seems weird, especially because the weather. You hear, um, it sounds like birds singing from the outside. And it's like a weird rhythmic chirping coming from them. You don't even see them. It's uh, whippoorwills. Why do? You're almost given the weird impression that they're the song is almost like a pulse, like a heartbeat. Hmm. I hate birds. (laughs) Better not hate crows. Alright. Just because you adopted a crow in the parking lot there. Three. I'm up to three. Good job, Radigast. Don't so, you be talking trash <laughs> about Corvy, Patches, and LaBeef. Why would you call one Patches? Because his feathers are always all like... Because he depends on him, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's always molting, so I've named him Patches. LaBeef is the big one. Yes. <laughs> well, I was going to call him Ricky. Patches has like crow mange. <laughs> I was going to call him Ricky, uh, Julian, and Bubbles, but... So anyway... Yeah, you're heading back in the house. Um, yeah. Yep. There's somebody in the front door. Get your weapon. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Get it to me. Boom. Why aren't you in the van? Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> so as you're heading to the kitchen, mm-hmm. uh, the ball, you it it seems almost to keep pace with you. And then once it comes to the kitchen, it just comes to a dead stop. Okay. I think the little girls would like to play a game of catch. Well, that was what they were intimating, or whoever that voice was. So, what's going on? If we're Why room, are you here? So, cameras are out. If they're in a room with a camera, I want to check out a camera and see if I can figure out what went wrong. Okay, um, who has the... Are you doing the, uh, the thermal? Mm-hmm. While okay. he's checking the camera, I'll go ahead and do a sweep with the thermal. He's got the thermal. I no, no. I was going to say, while he's checking the oh, camera... Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I see, I'm saying. Why, um, why answer what's what's your deal? As you examine the cameras, it doesn't look like there's should be any reason why they're out, except for the one that was ripped down. It actually looks like something had ripped part of the housing out on that one. Hmm. Uh Keith, as you're sweeping with the thermal, you see uh Eric heading into the kitchen. Coming across from the uh the dining room there. Mm-hmm. You see another colder outline of a biped that stops. It's walking to be behind him, and it stops and turns and looks at you. Shoot it! Hey, I see you. <laughs> hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, t- I'll, I'll call out to, uh, to Eric and have him turn around. With, 
Uh, do that thing you do where you open wide your third eye. I'd be alone, cat. Hmm. There's something behind Hello, you. Hello, ghost. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, is it just standing there and watching your, me? Pull out your yes. jammy. Oh, it's always up. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> play, play, yeah, play. I was gonna say, what are you, the kid from Stand by Me? <laughs> I actually just suddenly had flashes of sledgehammer. Oh, <laughs> all right. So if you're aiming a gun towards Trust. the direction I'm in, going to step <laughs> well, I'm not be aiming it anyway. Yeah, maybe it is ready. Did you uh, feel like a cold? Directly behind you. Hmm. Well, I don't stand. Step to the side. Turn. You can see the figure. It's. You can make it out. It's just an outline of some, like a, uh, a person, and you can see its head turning to look over at Eric, then its head turning to look at you, and then it turns and walks into the wall and vanishes. All right. Hmm. So no answer for me, so huh? So the uh, all right, fine. What's that? <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying to the, the ghost. Oh, yeah. Does the chill lessen there? Yes. Okay. Gonna take a look at where the thing was. Is there any uh, slime trail, anything like that? No. Mm. What about the wall where it walked into it? Nothing on. Okay. Nothing. Ball still there? Yes. It only seems to do the ectoplasm th- or the the slime thing when it interacts with how, us or people. So. Um, how tall was that uh, thing that you told me that you saw? It was shorter than Eric. It was probably about five four. Okay, oh, never mind. I'm gonna go over and grab the ball. Maybe like bounce it a couple times and then kind of toss it down out the kitchen, out the hallway. Yeah. What a creepy toy. Uh, <laughs> it rolls about a foot and then just comes to a complete stop. You're in the kitchen? Yeah. Uh, as you're doing that, you hear like a rustle behind you. And one of the uh, drawers comes winging out and gets flung at you. Okay. What is your uh, dexterity resistance? I have defensive martial arts. That's... Okay, you're not going to judo throw the... <laughs> uh, on the other side, to be under your decks. It says resistance. Uh, plus three. Seriously? Holy mm-hmm. cow. Huh, okay. <laughs> you easily sidestep as the door hits uh, the wall next to you and shatters. And you hear a faint... Naughty girl. When I hear the noise, I'm going to run in there and sweep with the uh, the camera. Okay. Pick up anything? No. Yeah. All right. <coughs> um, gonna reach out with the um, ESP. I think it, the basic. Give me a roll. Yep. Always the one. Not this time. Yeah, yeah 15, not going to make it. As you, you, uh, as you begin to scan, mm-hmm. you, you oh. feel like a sharp intrusion into your mind. Give me a mental resolve roll, please. Oh, wonderful. At a one-step penalty, but... 
resolve makes it an 11. Okay. You feel like a sudden jolt into your, your, your brain. And you'll take four stun. Okay. Zap. Maybe it's time to uh, go to the basement, to the source. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. But we still have all upstairs. McGinnis. Mm-hmm. You know, all this stuff is going on. You feel a tug on the back of your jacket. Mm. You're the first one getting cut. Turn around. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing there. God dang it. <coughs> Get touched again. The tap on the other shoulder when you're on the side. Touching me. You don't feel like my jag is there any kind of goop or anything, or is it just? Uh, You look down, and you can see a little girl, probably about four or five years old, uh, wearing an old period dress, and her hair is arranged to cover her face. And you see, tug on your jacket again, and points up the stairs. Up the stairs? Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, little girl's telling me to go upstairs. What little girl? She seems trustworthy. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I guess I'm going to go. Uh, anybody coming with? Why wouldn't we'll you? Uh, uh, this is happening while these guys are in the kitchen. So. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I'll, I'll make my way upstairs slow. Okay. She increases the, you know, the pulling. Okay. And she takes you to one of the empty bedrooms, and points within. Okay. And then, like, uh, morning mist just kind of fades <coughs> out. Um, uh, she pointed directly to one of these bedrooms. I'm going to step inside. All right, I'm going to move to join him. Do okay. I still have the camera, or do you want to take it back? No, if you're going in there, you might as well have it so you can see something. Okay. Yeah. Uh, as you open the door, Chris, you, you hear... Uh, it sounds like multiple voices moaning. And you see what looks like a giant protoplasmic mass writhing in the middle of the room. Uh, there are moans of pleasure and of pain coming from it. And almost like someone taking a rubber glove and pushing against it, you can see faces coming out and then limbs forming and then dropping back into the goop. Is there a puzzle box anywhere around here? <laughs> uh, forming out of it is a youngish woman, and she motions you, and you hear, come, join. Yeah, I'm not going to do that, uh, <laughs> but there's some goop up here. Maybe the guy with the magic bullets could come on up <laughs> and shoot it. Okay. All right, Chris, what is your uh, strength resistance? Strength resistance? I don't know. Oh, is it the resist modifier or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, none. I am not a strong man. Ooh. I'm not much of an anything man, actually. And I'm looking at my uh, little modifiers. You're pretty hardy. You're intelligent. Kinda. As you stand in the doorway, a tendril shoots in the mass and wraps around your neck. Balls! And begins to drag you towards it. From downstairs, you, you guys hear... <laughs> Use your beard. <laughs> uh, grab the doorway, door frame, so yeah. forth. Excellent. Well, I'll rush to get up there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, me too. I don't um, want to be cindied. I need action checks from everyone for this round. Okay. Uh, okay. Choose roll with d20. Uh-huh. Eight. 
Oh, then my what? action check score says that's ordinary. Yeah. Action That'll tell check? you uh, oh, what there, there are four phases. Yeah, but you go on. Ordinary as well. Yep. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, four phases. Action checks. Yep. Okay. So I am amazing. Of course you are. <laughs> if I remember correctly, your character is death on two legs. Okay. But uh, we go in those, and anyone who gets you know an amazing check can go in the amazing check. You have two actions. You can do one in each round. Okay. So if you get a good, you can do one action in the good and one in the ordinary, the marginal you pick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you guys all roll ordinaries then? Yes. Yeah, ordinary, yeah. yeah. Okay. In the amazing round, Ken. All right. I'll come up and plant one in that mass. Okay. It's going to take you, you'll get halfway up for one action. Both okay. of you burn both of your actions sprinting. You can get up there. Okay. Okay. We'll sprint. It also goes in the amazing. You feel that another tendril shoot in. <laughs> grabbing you, and it starts to squeeze around your neck. <laughs> I don't what is, uh, like is this going this. for my throat? Not my nethers. Harder daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and you have no resistance modifier? Look at me in the eye. Yes. Okay. It lets him go. You, you. <laughs> it begins to choke you to the tune of, wow, uh, 11 stun. Jeez. Whoa. Wow. Ooh. Uh, okay, so if that's over my... you stunned. I'm stunned then, I guess, right? Yeah, you're you're out. It. I'm unconscious. It chokes uh, you out. In, in one action round. Next sense. Breaking mm. your neck. <laughs> Thump. Okay. It's going to go again. It's... Uh, as you start to pass out, you feel fleshy waves overtake you. Blech. And you can feel, like, hands and teeth start to bite at you and claw at you and start to pull you into it. I don't like this. Um, we'll just go down. Rick, what are you doing? Running. Which... I mean, up. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's my usual what? way. Okay, you I guys... Uh, like Dubridge at all. <laughs> you guys managed to make it up the stairs. I'm assuming that's all... Are you guys yeah. all heading up? Yeah. Booking up? Okay. Don't know what I'll do, but... I know what I'm doing. I'm okay. going to throw my broken camera at it. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> this? Action check. Get drug along the ground. Let's go get the ball. Do I still need to do one? No. Oh, oh, marginal. Good. Okay, Ken? Mm-hmm. Pop, pop. Okay, you're going to take a shot at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will get, because you are specialized, that's one step bonus. Its resistance is actually a penalty. Uh, roll a d20 and minus uh, a d6. <laughs> Unless you want to aim. What does aiming do? You burn one of your actions to aim, and then you get a step bonus. Uh, sure, let's aim. Okay, so... D8. Yeah, but you're going to go in the either the marginal or the ordinary. Right, can do it both, and you only uh, get one action per segment. Okay. You well, see this thing starting to envelop McGinnis and you see almost as like multiple people are like wrapping around and pulling him into them mm-hmm. uh, you see a head pull up out of it form like a fleshy skinless face That's and look at you mm-hmm. and it smiles That's where I'm aiming. and you have a three step on your defense yes Oof. Okay. wow it actually a tendril comes out and whacks you mm-hmm for the tune of 
six wounds. But roll me a d6. Because you have a medallion, right? Mm-hmm. Four. Uh, you take two wounds. I like how he does the stunner when he says, comes out and whack. <laughs> Here's another stunner. <laughs> a paralyzer. What'd you guys all get? Oh, after a paralyzer. That's Ordinary. Right. Ordinary? Uh, marginal. So you'll act once. Mm-hmm. Marginal. You'll act once. Uh, going to the ordinary phase, Rick. Would you grab a hold of him by the beard and pull him out of that mass? Start pulling. Well, you're gonna they're dragging me in head first, so you might want to grab my feet. And stuff. Oh, I'll feet then. Uh, give me a untrained strength roll. Yeah. Or actually, give me an athletics roll. Give me an athletics roll. It's only mud chops. Yeah. It's only chops on this guy. <laughs> what do I roll? A twenty. Uh, twenty <laughs> and a d six and add off my belt like suspenders. Seven. Nice. Wow. You. You, that's pretty good, actually. Yeah, you okay. grab him by the ankles, you begin to pull, and you hear like a... <laughs> as he pops free, as you drag him out. <laughs> uh, ordinary. Again, you want to take a shot? Second yep. most disgusting thing I've ever done. <laughs> uh, that is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with two. Uh, what bolts are you using? My magic bolts. Are you sure? Because it seems really real and fleshy. Does it? Yeah. Maybe it's only in this dimension. Whatever, just hammer it anyway. you got a whole clip of them. Well, that, that's what I have loaded in there. Okay. Um, so you got an amazing? Yep. Do your amazing damage. Okay. Um, do we all have guns? Yes. Well, I do. So yes. it's... <laughs> my normal damage is what, D4 plus 2? What was that amazing... After that, what do I do? Anything yeah. more? Well, that's mortal, which is like... Right, it's the... It's if you're using the type a 9 of damage mil, that you're doing. it will be a D4 yeah, mortal. It should be a D4, but you're going to do mortal damage and not the uh, wound damage. Okay. See how you got different damage types? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Four. Wow. You hit it, and uh, the bullet begins to, like, where it hits into it, begins to sizzle, and you see bits of flesh begin to drop away. And it starts, lets out like a multi-tiered shriek as if many voices are screaming. And you see the thing leap up into the ceiling and like dissolve into a puddle. Ooh. Creepy. There is that slime everywhere. No, it just... <laughs> Gross. So we gotta... I'm gonna go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, rouse. go ahead. Yeah, rouse. I have first aid. Do we have like a kit or something yeah, with us? Ammonia. Here's okay. a Smelling salt. Yeah, rub some salt in it. <laughs> <laughs> Morning, sunshine. <laughs> what happened? So I, ro- I think it is. I roll and then. No, he's good. It's okay. stunned. Don't worry. Oh, it's stunned. Why, yeah. Why do I have wood? <laughs> what? You were choked out. <laughs> I saw David Carradine. <laughs> <laughs> so was that like stun damage? Is it? Go yeah, it's away called, type yeah, of thing? Okay. Absolutely. At the All end right. of the encounter. Blah. You yeah. could do some uh, first aid on me. I, took I did not care for that. Mm. Oh, did you? He took mm-hmm. some oh, actual, yeah, that's right. He took yeah, I'll go ahead and wounds. bandage up. Uh, go ahead. Uh, any step penalty? No, just straight roll. Nice. Six. So that will just be an ordinary success. You get one back. Cool. Ugh. Thank you, sir. Here's a Snoopy Band-Aid. <laughs> so we're already on the, uh, we're already on the upper floor, and that yes. thing went up. Yeah, it just dissolved up into the roof. Huh. 
What bedroom were we looking at? Is there an attic? Mm -hmm. A bedroom. Uh, no, there isn't. The bedroom you're looking at is a master bedroom upstairs. It's T. T. Okay. Which is also where Florence was. Okay. Mm, Okay. No, I apologize. She was an N. I apologize. Okay. Uh, Let's go to the basement. Well, but while we're up here, we might, might as well give this a quick search too. So. Okay, you uh, as you you do the camera, you see that same form, mm-hmm. and it's pointing to the Griswold's room. To Griswold's room. Yeah, it's right. pointing in, doing this, like stringently. Pointing. Okay. Worked out well last time going with a ghost point. Well, you yep. were you were um, led by the ghost girl. of the little girl. This I think this is something else. Uh, so let's telepathy. Um, can I ask her what's in there? Uh well this is like that five three outline. Oh. It's on the flare. Go for it. Roll. Who sees this by the way? I'll point He's it out. He's got a to camera, him. yeah. Oh, okay. He's but that's the, f- the only person that's okay. Yeah. Um, holy crap, yeah. Uh, success, 11. You feel, you you know, the mind contacts it. um, You almost feel as if uh, it's it's desperate. It's wanting you to come in here. But it's not an alien intelligence. It's it's very human. And you just feel like a despair and like a brief glimpse of hope. And just please, 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 please go in here. And you see that he's pointing into Griswold's room at a uh, the floors, like down at the floors. Hmm. There, uh, it seems to be wanting us to look at the floors over in Gri- um, Griswold's old room. Well, I'm hip. All right, rip yeah. them up. <laughs> then it, you know, it just, you, you see it almost look behind it as if it's, something's chasing it, and it runs past you guys and through you, and you feel like a rush of cold, and then it vanishes. Hmm. Which room is Griswold's room? Uh, you. You. Okay. It's a ghost killing other okay. ghosts over and across. Right across. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm hip. I'll go in. Do we have anything Let's we can tear look. up the floor with? It's pretty loose. You can just get it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see where he was pointing the floorboard is loose. Rip it up. Yeah. yeah. And the book is there. Some newts. You see that there's like a pile of old papers. Oh yeah, that's what you get. Four container. Hmm. Quick, set them on fire. Here. All right. It obviously wants us to destroy these. <laughs> well. So. Cool. So you can take pictures. I like the sweet picture with the candles um, in. Actually, don't take pictures of those because I don't own the rights to them. Oh, never mind then. <laughs> All right. So, Baggins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> says to inspect the grounds after arriving, must look at the uh, those pillars I've been told about. Those pillars match von uh, von Jürgst's Junst. Junst's uh, description of the one in Hungary. It is possible. Uh, is it possible that Hagen found more? And even worse, I learned how uh, learned how to craft lesser versions of them. 
Uh, found symbol of the chapel of silent contemplation carved into the basement wall. Well, there we go. Um, Hagen's death preclu uh, precludes its vanishing, so I assume he was a member that avoided the raid. Was Hagen looking for immortality along with the rest of the cultists? The library has copies of his notes. Most, uh, most retrieve them, uh, must retrieve them along with the powder and book. Hmm, powder. Um, as I suspected, his notes are in cipher, tedious, but breakable. When I make the Vorish sign, I can see the sphere is clearer than anything, uh, than anywhere else. The veil's thin here. I believe it always was a conjunction point, and one that has been made more potent by Hagen. Did he mean to call something down? Good God, what did he do? What monster would do this to his own child? I only pray that there's a hell for him to go to. He wasn't trying to bring something over. He was trying to cross over himself. The machine is the key to it. The heart must be silenced for it to be shut off. It has to be somewhere in the basement. I'll have to retrieve the amulet first. It has to be somewhere outside her window. Well, looks like we have a couple of things to grab, and there's a cipher, it seems. Give me an occult roll, please, Chris. Uh, D6 penalty. Ooh. I succeeded! Regular... Success. The picture there that's like a circle with lines coming in it with a circle <coughs> inside of it. Yep. It's actually, at first you think it's a summoning circle, but then you realize that it's a diagram for some sort of machine. Hmm. Uh, the train, it's a, everything's in like a cipher, but you've actually seen that before. It was an old alchemical cipher. And what it says is, it's in English, actually. And it says, with it I can pierce all, I shall live forever. Hmm. That would be why he was so desperate to die on the grounds. Not to mention, it's laid out in a circle. I'm going to guess this is just a diagram of the actual stone circles <coughs> that's surrounding the house. Well, there's not as many points. As, as I said previously, things. it's actually a, yeah. a diagram of a machine. Oh, okay, yeah. my bad. And again, it is the basement. Uh, Ding Dong said... That he, there were notes and stuff that were in the library. Oh, and you, we never had you check out and the... we never really <coughs> scoured that. Uh, so I think library maybe is the next stop. Uh, he was talking about the Kingsport Library. You have all the pertinent information. Just oh, to, oh, 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 okay. I'm sorry. Just to stop. Just to... I got you. Not to waste your guys' time. Okay. okay. So obviously we didn't find anything uh, that looks like this on the grounds. Or here so far, right? Right. Yeah. I'm thinking basement time, and with new information, maybe we can try to find something new. Well, bring this thing What away. do you say about the, the powder? The symbol down here? <coughs> well, that's a symbol of the uh, uh, Chapel of Silent Contemplation. Okay. Seems kind of bar relief. Oh. It was out. The device in the library, too. I never had you take a look at that. Oh, the brass thing? Yeah. All right, so well, let's let's head over to the library then, and we'll okay. take a gander at that brass. Give me an occult roll of a D8 difficulty. Ugh. 
Uh, 15 would still be... Right? Hold on. Nope. Fail. I'll tell you what. Go ahead and re-roll it, because you got the notes there at a D6 difficulty. Fail. Yeah. <laughs> got no, I the same result. Damn. <laughs> I'm bad at things. Here's your All fate right. mark. <laughs> my technology is that only like electronics modern technology or is just works. anything that works I can get a yeah. decent idea yeah you're a whiskey alright I'm going to take a look at it then too uh whew. okay go with just give me a technical science roll at a d6 penalty <laughs> 20 <laughs> nothing <laughs> I don't know. Well, he said something about uh, the heart, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and if we recall, do I remember correctly that the his uh, his wife or whatever was missing without was found mm-hmm. without her heart? Right. Give me actually. Uh, go ahead and give me a cult roll at a D four penalty. Ooh. D four penalty. D4. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I got it. There we go. Fail. I thought you had a fourteen. It's thirteen. How do you have a thirteen? I don't know, because not all of us can be you, homie. You're not good at your job. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know anything about this. Well, no. Okay. But uh, I'm still thinking basement is, uh, is holds, all the, holds all the keys and stuff. Something's bound to happen if we head down there. Yeah. I'm thinking so. Mm. Just start mm. smashing away on that... Mm-hmm. Uh, Especially after you told us that it got really bright. Do you know what this? Uh, do you know what this boorish sign is? Isn't that that? No. No. That's the. Uh, that's Give me the call roll, Chris. D four penalty. What's that? D four penalty. You'll make one eventually. Hey, I did. I Yay! Uh, the boorish sign, in conjunction with the powder of Ibn Ghazi, would allow you to see the unseen, supposedly according to Eldritch. Oh, so the Lord. vor sign is, it's like a... A magical gesture. Semantic thing. Yes. Gotcha. With this dust. Yep. Anybody come across a violet nope. dust? Nope. Okay. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Anything. Wow. You did work in antlers. <laughs> I haven't seen things, though. So you're heading down to the basement? I think that's the way to be. I'm going to keep an eye out for using the camera, looking for the uh, the figure again. I have a sneaking suspicion it's the uh, the girl who went missing. One of them. Uh, the camera. If it, if it matters. As you're holding the camera, you feel a sudden it gets warmer and warmer and warmer and then melts into slag. Ah! If it matters, I do have second sight and dangerous senses perks. Okay. I'm losing They're all toys. going nuts. Your spidey sensors are. Kind of figured it out. Yeah. Uh, down in the basement, you can feel like just pulsing energy coming from the wall that has the sign. Let's get over that sign and look super close and like touch it. And... Uh. <laughs> Give me a perception roll. Awareness. What's that? Give me a perception roll. It's under awareness. Right, but any difficulty on it? Uh, D4. All of us are just... Yes. What do these ranks mean? When you gain ranks, the number goes up. Yeah. Uh, I'm good at this. Awareness. (laughs) I made it. I got an amazing... Yeah, I have a a regular... Okay. Can you see the, uh, the... the eye lozenge in the middle of the triangle there, you see it actually depresses hmm. if you press it. Okay. Hey, guys, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Poke it in the eye. 
<laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Boop. Uh, as you do that, you hear like an old is rusted gears begin to grind and turn, and a section of the wall pivots. And there's like a, a weird violet glow pulsing. And actually, Rick, you realize it's at the same rhythm as what the whippoorwills were making outside. Yeah, guys, this is kind of important. That looks really enticing. <laughs> there were some birds out there chanting. Same tone as this. Bird same beat. Sweet. Did you record yeah. it? Um, the room's about, it's like a rough 20-foot room. Uh, I don't have a marker. Mm. So we'll just have to wing it. We go inside. On a uh, pedestal inside is a sphere made out of uh, bronze and some strange, weird metal you, you can't identify. Rich mahogany. There's uh, almost like Tesla coils coming off of it, mm. and it's pulsing. Boom. 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 As you walk into the room, you hear a, from behind you, coming from the basement, a horrible guttural roar uh, flickering into view is uh, it's hard to make out as it's just it almost looks like an animate shadow you can see that its hands are gigantic and elongated and end in horrible claws and it's moving towards you let's, oh, see, no. how, let's see how bullets affect this Bang. machinery magic bullet time do I forget about the machinery uh, tech roll I'm yes. going to shoot the machinery. Tech knowledge yeah. or tech science. Whatever so he's going to leave his time uh, is to remove the heart. How about we do tech knowledge? Okay. Uh, D4 penalty. Well, no, because you're doing the tech, your tech, straight dice. Nice. Oh, yeah. uh, so that's a good. So what is it? Ordinary, good, amazing. Yeah, Mine's so you can good. Uh, you can tell from looking at it. You can feel you know you know as it pulses, your hair raises. It's letting out some sort of static discharge. The outer part of it is actually just a casing you're going to have to remove to get to the innards. Hold the beast off. I'm gonna roll up my sleeves and get greasy. <laughs> it appears that this thing is uh, material at the moment. Kinda it keeps flickering in now. Right. Uh, I will tell you now, just outside of game purposes, if you guys have guns, you can shoot it, but you're going to take horrible penalties. That's it. To shoot it or yeah. just to damage? Well, to shoot. It's, yeah. To hit. Yeah. yeah. I'm still going to give it a shot. Yeah. What else can I do? I got a super bullet. Consult it. Wisniewski, what you got going on? <laughs> well, he's going to try... Uh, I am interested in removing that casing as well. I okay, I um, you'll be it. doing an aid. Uh, use tech science if you got it. If you don't, just default to intelligence. I think that's what's under yeah. Or intelligence or knowledge? Intelligence. Okay. All right, gentlemen, action, action checks. Wow. And I burn out all my good rolls. Good Christ. Hey, hey. So close. Woohoo! Now I know why I use these. Ordinary success. success. All right, going to the Amazings. Who do we got? I'm amazing. All right, you guys go off at the same time. If you want to... Bang, bang. Okay. Uh, pop, pop. <laughs> so you get a plus two, so this will be straight dice. 
I, I go bang. I have a good. Alright. Uh, go, do good damage. That's just a d4? What's the same sheet? I don't know. Well, I have pistol. A d4 plus 2. Yes. Then you will do a d4 plus 2 in damage. Well, if it's if it's good, it's d4 to wound. Right? Yes. Because you do good. Right. Yeah. Three. Cool. Chris. Uh, okay, what is my difficulty? Uh, your... You're trained in firearms, right? I am trained in firearms, yes. Uh, you will do... A D12 penalty. D12? Holy crow. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's leaner on that thing, on the, the, the flop of the dupe. Crap. Um... It's still a hit, though. Okay. It's just not anything but. All right, go ahead and roll so, your... So, it's a d4 plus one wound. Three wounds, if you please. Okay. Uh, any goods? Me. Do you guys want to go in the good, too, or no? Uh, I'll go in ordinary. Okay. I'll take another shot. In good. Okay, what you're going to have to do is a complex skill check. Yep. Uh, which means you're going to have to roll five successes. Okay. Now, your attack, the difficulty, you're specialized in repair. Yes, I am. That's what we're going to be doing. Okay. So it'll be, you will take a D4 penalty when it's all said and done. Okay. That's not bad at all. Success. Any, just a basic success or? Basic success. Okay. Uh, Ken, you're taking a shot. Mm -hmm. Okay. Jeez. I rolled a two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yes, <laughs> then it's just a D4, but it's mortal wounds. You yeah. got those dice at a crossroad in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't add the plus two? You don't add the plus two on the no. on when you're doing the um, mortal wounds right, yep. or whatever. One. You shoot the thing, and it begins clutching its chest. It has a chest? Yeah, it's like vaguely shadowy humanoid. Oh, okay. Almost like that picture I gave you. Hmm. Candleman? Yes. The Candleman? That's not vaguely human. That's humanoid. That's not vaguely. Candleman can. He's only got half a leg. Oh, it's his birthday. He's lucky. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was um, kidding. And you said you wanted to go in the ordinary, Chris? Yes. Ordinaries. I will, or I will take an ordinary shot at him. Okay. I, hey, I will ordinarily shoot him. Okay, do your damage. Right. Nope. Crap. I missed. Oh. Sorry. I missed. Oh, missed. missed. All right. 14. Yep. Uh, Eric. All right. Uh, ordinary assist um, D4. You do your intelligence. Okay. Straight intelligence? Sure. Okay. I rolled Very nice. Very nice. Uh, instead of the one-step penalty, the next one, you will, have, you will roll a D6 and subtract it from your roll. Yeah. Because of his aid. Keith. Uh, you give me I had marginal for my action check, so. Oh, you got marginal? Oh, yeah. Hey. I rolled a 20. Okay. Mm. Looks, looks we'll say that's a complex some... action that take both your actions to do. Yep. I do that. Uh, Keith, before you go off, this thing lunges at Waylon. Tired of getting shot. <laughs> uh, Three-step penalty, right? Defensive martial arts. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fend off that. All right, foot and a half hand. What's your strength modifier? Or strength resistance? One. 
That's better. Okay. <laughs> Thing lunges at you. Rakes its gigantic meat claws across your chest. To the tune, three wounds. Okay. Smells like meat. What about medallion? Ah, roll a d6. Thank you. And my armor? No, you just roll the d6. It, it's, That's already... Yeah. Okay. Five. Then you take nothing. Yeah. As it swipes Ooh. at you, there's like a shot. <laughs> Silly smurf weapons cannot harm me. And so you went the marginal. So you go. All right, I'll go, go ahead and take a shot at yep. him. Same thing. Nice. Whoa. That is an amazing success. Okay. D4 right. mortal. Do the wounds. Nice. Apparently it, I wandered up to it and put my gun to its head. Yeah, it screamed. It was distracted. All right. New one. Extra check. Actually, blow out that candle. <laughs> uh, Amazing. Ordinary. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Marginal. Amazing. Anyone going? Yeah. All right. Um, go ahead. See if you can give me even more of a bounce. Come on, Schwartz. Yeah, not so much that time. I'm sorry, Rick. I screwed you out of a roll. You should have went twice. Oh, yeah. wasn't, it, wasn't it a complicated Sorry. action? Which took both of them. That's what his was. Oh, yeah. I apologize. Colin. <laughs> <laughs> so, how'd you do? Uh, fail. Okay. Swoop in with the no other falcon. <laughs> good? Good. Mm-hmm. You want to go in the good? Uh, complex action, right? Oh, my apologies. Good. Way to point that out to him. Woo! Uh, <laughs> thanks, swinging it. I helped. Chuck your dice. I didn't say who helped. I just helped. <laughs> right off in that dark corner over there. It swings and misses. Uh, the last shot it took seems to have staggered it. Go ahead. All right. This is what I'm going to No. Uh, it's stretched straight down, right? Yeah. Um, that's just a regular hit. Yeah. Only. Okay. Because that's a nine, right? Yeah. Do your wounds. Four. Okay. But Ooh, it's yeah. a regular one, so it's ordinary, so it's plus one. Five. Yep. So five wounds, yeah. Okay. Anyone else in the good want to go? Mm, no. Mm, yeah. Ordinary. I'm ordinary. Okay, let's kind of go again. Taking a swing at. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not? Because nobody else does anything to it. I'm the tank. You are. You see it reach back, rear back. And breathes out like a cloud of like some sort of viscous fluid at you. That's yeah. my I'm already used to it. So All right, Ken. Oh. <laughs> Get my dice you that I dropped, Ken. Take six wounds. Defensive martial arts. Uh, do your armor, but roll a d4 mm-hmm. instead. Oh, medallion. Yep. And medallion. Four. Okay, so you take two. Medallion. That's what it was. Oh, the D4 was a medallion, not the yes. D6. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Two wounds. Okay, Chris. <laughs> I'm super scared. And it shows. I put, that, put that medallion on your character sheet. You are not leaving without <laughs> that. Ken, <laughs> did you want to take it? Uh, yeah, we'll pop another shot. See, that one's actually okay. doing very well. That D12 sucks. Uh, I rolled above a 10. Yeah. That's just uh, it's a hit. Okay, go ahead and do your... 
That's oh, yeah. five. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. Great. You will get my D6 negative. Yep. Yay. That would be a six. That would be good. Nice. Okay. Uh, you will. That's. That kicks you up. We're going to need two more rolls instead of three now. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Uh, marginal. Chris? I'll go in marginal, too. Okay. Bang. Bang. Nope. What? 16. So now, oh, you have a plus. Okay. Yes, I have to add. Top of it. Action check. Because I'm not good at shooting. Action check. Oh, not today. Aha! That's a nat 20. Me, too. Woo! Yeah. Amazing. Don't marginalize me. Uh, During the amazing, you see the shadowy thing sees uh, Rick's character pop and open the thing, and it it almost lets out a a panicked roar. And it looks at Rick and lets out another viscous blob at you. Hawks a loogie right at your melon. Uh, It doesn't quite make it because Keith goes, No! (laughs) I was just going to ask if I could throw myself into it. Yeah, that's beautiful. Okay. Shut up. It misses. <laughs> <laughs> it's under stress. Anything else in amazing? Okay. I'll take my shot at it. Uh, that will be a normal hit. Okay, do your damage. Three. Okay. <laughs> good. Anyone got a good? Nope. No. It will take another shot at Rick? Of course it will. Bring it. No. <laughs> there is nothing to be brought as it critically misses you. Any other good? I'll, I'll go in the good. All right, I'll, good. I'm actually going to position myself in between Rick and it so okay, I can't keep cool. shooting at him. That would be your movement? That's what yep, you got? Okay. That's it. Ordinary? Yeah, an ordinary. No. Okay. Shoot. That is a good. Goods are just straight. Yeah, no, it'll it'll tell you. No, a good is a D four plus two. Yep. Oh, okay. The so, wound. So three. Yeah, you didn't write down yeah. all the damage things. Mm, gotcha. Okay. Uh, how many shots you got left, Ken? Taking one. That would be my fifth shot, I think. Plus the one you. That including the one. Okay. Well, oh, this is the third. Two, so, no, this will be your two for round. One up there. Yeah. Oh, it's two one. Yeah. Two three four five. Six. Yep. Okay. Uh, who else has not gone? Do you want Rick? Do you want me? Go ahead. Do you want to wait it? for him to find out if you get the bonus? I get a one. I get one action. Oh, it's complex, yeah. Oh, so all right. Never mind. You can't. Go ahead. Ah, so yep, you'll okay. get a D four penalty. Okay. Yay. Oof. Made it. Ordinary. One more. Nice. Wait. No, I didn't. That's not subtracting it. That's yeah, adding to adding, it. Yeah. I failed miserably. Alright, well, you don't get any farther. Yeah. Alright, hit my thumb with a hammer. <laughs> uh, marginal. Okay. Hi! Do another shot? Sure! I would also take another shot. Okay. Bloop. Nope. Oh no, I'm doing this. Uh, I'm supposed to be smart, but I missed all my occult rolls too. Oh, that's a good. Suck. Alright. For four. Good, you had two. Five. 
It, the thing stares back, clutching at the bullet, and you see it uh, vanishes. And reappears right next to me. <laughs> Actually, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, how did I see that coming? The shadows coalesce back. You're going to have a free round, but it's going to pull itself back out of the shadows. Okay. So, Rick. Eric, do your roll to see if you help. Oh, okay. This is this round? Yes. It's a whole new round. You get a free round. Oh. Roll. Yay. Um, I actually do help. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. D6 is cracked. Hold on. Wait, hold on. I'm going to help. I'm going to go ahead over there and see if I can, because it's intelligence-based, correct? Yes. Go so for I'm it. Better at intelligence stuff. So what are you been rolling? Or what Did you get a good, Eric? Is that what? No, just... Okay, so you'll subtract a D4 so far. Yep. Chris, roll. Okay, so again, what is... Is there... Just make an intelligence roll. Straight? Yes. Yay! Uh, that's good. Good? Okay, so you will take a D8 and subtract it from your roll. Yay! Can I go? Yeah. Okay. Nice. Uh, one. one. That's amazing. <laughs> Boop! <laughs> <laughs> it pops off. Inside, you see our... Hearts. Beating hearts. Yes. Um, I take Shoot the, uh, I take Shoot. the flask and uh, dump uh, <laughs> alcohol all over them, and hey, hey, he had your actions this turn. Shut up. Um, <laughs> just looking at that, do I know anything about it other than it's being powered by beating hearts? Yes, that's all. That's all I know. Yeah, it's gross. Okay. Yeah, it's gross. You know this. I'm take my pen. You know it's <laughs> It's gross. Um, yeah, you can actually. There's like a the main heart that's there's the heart in the center, and the other ones are feeding into it. If you just pull that out by the short ears. Oh, yep. Oh. Yeah. There's hairs on it? Wires. Gross. You pull it out, you see the shadow thing starts. And you hear like a, a thunderclap that deafens you, but then all of a sudden, everything stops. Nice. All right. Sweet. Why wasn't I helping over there the whole time? <laughs> so dumb. I'm supposed to be, you're a smarty supposed to be intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a diplomat. Is that my primary function? I'm security man. That's all. From, <laughs> from upstairs, uh, you can start to hear. You know, after your hearing comes back, you hear hello, hello. I'll run upstairs and check. Down in the, down in the basement, bro. Okay, you uh, you see uh, from the pictures the uh, the two children. And that uh, Reyna, they seem very confused, and they're walking around. What? The thieves. Yeah. I'm going to arrest them. No, no, we made <laughs> No, they're no, talking the, to the, the kids, kids from 50, 60 years ago. Oh. Uh, we should probably, they're going to be so out of, out of place, we may as well just mercy kill them now. So. <laughs> um, so then they, they don't Put try to weirdness into society. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. Security, take care of it. Yep. <laughs> Only dreams now. <laughs> You go upstairs, you see that they're very confused um, and lost, but, you know, you, you got them out, and the girl's like, yeah, I'm sorry, Jake kind of browbeat me into doing it. I didn't want to come. I'm sorry. I don't I don't know who you are or why you're here, but you have guns and you're covered in stuff, so uh, she puts her hands up. That's right. She's from, night. she's from, she was the one from a week ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the other ones are from the way back, right? Yeah. Show them a cell phone, and their minds will explode. Uh, Hoff, you know, you, you send in a, an evac. The Hoffman Institute calls in. They get uh, some uh, medical staff out there. They're going to take the children and try to find foster homes for them and reintegrate them. Uh, Good luck with that. Wow. <laughs> All right. They've been stuck on the other side for fifty plus years. I'm, I'm sure they sure they've seen some things. 
She'll grow up, become Does a medical Rena know where, she, where she's been? <laughs> medical <laughs> buildings. <laughs> uh, you know, you're giving a personal... Welcome uh, to the 21st century. <laughs> giving a personal commendation from uh, Director Michaels. That's my second one. Thanks, buddy. I'll put it right next to my first one. You. On the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> so, and with that, that rounds out our spooktacular Halloween special. Oh, I'd, like thank, I'd like to thank my players. Getting round. Me. Eric Wisniewski. Keith Allen. Rick Dubridge. I'd like to thank our sound producer for the excellent job he's did. Long-suffering sound producer. Long-suffering yeah. sound producer. <laughs> yep. uh, Bob Hernandez, our producer, Rob Mountney. The fine folks at Excelsior Games and Comics in Greenville, Michigan. Uh, and I, Brett Bomick, your GM, coming from are you wearing a helmet? Find it and like us on Facebook. Follow us along. We post pictures and Chris hijacks it and gibbers. So it's what are you time. talking about? I never did that yet. And until next time. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. oh, oh.